Hi guys, Chris here. Before the podcast starts, I wanted to let you know that the podcast you're about to listen to was recorded live Sunday night, 8 o'clock UK time, over on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv forward slash badbookers. If you want to get involved, make sure you come along to the live chat where there's going to be all sorts of banter back and forth. So twitch.tv forward slash badbookers, 8 o'clock UK time, Sunday nights. I'll leave you with the podcast. Welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 100, everybody! Hey! 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 Where's the party horns? I haven't got them. Admin post, admin post. Right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Do some form of editing. Yeah. As always, I'm your host, Movement. I've got Toast, Matt, Chris, and our guest, as always, George, with us this week. Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Toast, Excellent. you're gonna speak. He never speaks to in this part. He doesn't. He doesn't like my intros, so he just ignores me. <laughs> they always skip it in the pod. If you check the figures, it's the most skipped part. Smooth starts talking. Skip forward. Figures. Oh shit! That man wouldn't draw a penny. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> on that note, here is my resignation. Ian, you're forced down our throat. Smoothman, more like Roman. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, So yeah, big two weeks have just happened. We've had the uh, the two two year anniversary, and then the hundred hundred. Oh, I can't even speak. Hundredth episode. Um, So it's all good. Does that mean you've missed four weeks? Yes. Uh, What happened? Well, two weeks Smoothman wasn't here because he decided to leave and then come back. Uh, You can still carry on without me. um, And then we had one where we recorded, but it didn't happen because it didn't record. And then there was one where we all just couldn't be asked. No, (laughs) yes, yes. It was when I was on half on holiday. My parents were like, "I can't be fucking." I mean, to be fair, I've watched WWE at times, and I, (laughs) I, I wouldn't want to talk about that either. To be fair, it is up to me. This podcast would be about like bacon rashes or something interesting. You know, the one that we did miss was before AEW existed, and there was literally nothing else to talk about. It was just WWE. Yeah, I mean, there's always been more stuff. You just won't watch it. I watched Progress for a while. And I now watch all of the New Japan pay-per-views. But back then we didn't. I watched I did, TNA though. once. <laughs> Konnichiwa. He's hot. Okay, now it's fine. I'll stop with my, <laughs> my curry man loving. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, so um, we're going to start, as always, with the news. Um, oh, yeah. As you will expect, if you've seen any news in anything in the real world at the moment, uh, coronavirus is everywhere. Um, so therefore, is... have you ever? I mean, not to be, you know, not to worry people. I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. Obviously, it's a very serious situation. But there are some people I'd wish it on. If Vince McMahon kicks the bucket, he is old. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, he's, he's got a, like Trump. Trump's got it. So he should like wear like a bubble suit, or like you know, when Bart in The Simpsons just is in a ball, like yeah. a little hamster. Well, ball, that's what he should something. do. Yeah. 
Or like yeah, like one of those um, what's those football things that people play like bubble football? Yeah, Zorb. Is that a Zorb? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Okay. And it needs one of them. What's just Rolf Vinter in one of those? That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just run. At least anyway. he can't pull his hammy doing that. It's not a joke. <laughs> I, I genuinely would love to see that. There you go. No <laughs> running to the ring this time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because it's obviously dominating everything else um, outside of the wrestling world, it is therefore had a knock-on effect in the wrestling world. So um, it's affected quite a lot of wrestling. So SmackDown and Raw have had to change their plans and stage it in the PC. Uh, this week, SmackDown was without fans whatsoever, which it brought hilarity, which we will, we will talk about um, if we get to it, because Triple H on commentary needs to happen every week. <laughs> You won't want it every week. Uh, on, on, it on an occasion, it, it was good. It'll get old quickly, though. Yes. Yeah. Be like Mauro Ronaldo, wouldn't it, Toast? Also, <laughs> oh, Toast doesn't talk to you in the first half of this podcast now, apparently. <laughs> I prefer not to speak. Uh, <laughs> AEW has also moved their upcoming events, um, including April the 1st and April events, 8th events, as well as the upcoming next two. Yeah, um, that's next two were supposed to be in new york weren't they and new york just banned everything like literally well yeah it's, it's, it's like the epicenter really isn't it in the states yeah new york's like a mad hot spot to be fair so it makes sense yes yeah so it's, i have a, I, i'm not 100 percent sure if this is true but i think they're going back to jacksonville yeah so this week's show is definitely in jacksonville i think the following weeks is as well i don't know about the that first and eighth one i hadn't heard that they've been the, yeah the first and eighth is they recently updated that towards the end of this week um because i double checked on their website because i couldn't remember which which ones they'd said um so that means blood and guts is going to happen Potentially behind closed doors, behind yeah. Which, like, as much as I'm not a fan of war games and stipulate, although to be fair, their version of war games sounds far better than WWE's version of war games. It's pretty similar to NXT this week rather than SmackDown, though, because it's not completely closed. It's family and press are allowed in. I almost think it'll be like an extended B BTE or something like that. I get the feeling it may be a lot more sketch bits rather than. Normal wrestling, maybe. I, I, I don't know. Uh, you think? Honestly, I think it's just going to be like another NXT. It's okay. going to be very close quarters. There'll not be that many seats. Probably about two, three hundred seats, yeah. and it'll just be a lot more small arena. Mm. Um, and then the WrestleMania that is supposed to happen in Tampa uh, at the moment is still going ahead. However, Tampa officials have actually come out and said they will pull the plug if WWE don't make a decision anytime soon. So the mayor of Tampa has given Vince McMahon till Thursday to, quote, make the right decision. He wants them to pull it. Oh, sorry, go on. It's a situation like uh, the Formula One and the the Australian Grand Prix where whoever pulls the plug is therefore, uh, like, responsible for like reimbursing people yeah it's, and, it's, and it's, the it's, like, it's essentially a case of chicken here isn't it yeah, like, it is who's gonna two, back out two companies not wanting to have to deal with insurance companies yeah but yeah. initially if wwe put the plug they have to pay uh the mayor or whatever back the money they paid to get wrestlemania there and that's an exorbitant and amount of money that's, and that's what vince is trying to get them to put a plug for because he doesn't mm. want to be open to the cost of paying back I got to admit, yeah. I mean, WWE yeah. versus the uh, city of Tampa might be the best storyline they've had all year. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's loads of rumors that apparently WrestleMania probably happened behind closed doors. I don't. I, I can't see it happening. They won't do it. WrestleMania from the performance center. 
I've got an idea. A jawed idea. Oh, go on then. Yep. Does right. it involve Karen then? I know she's turned heel. She's a she's a, a bad a bad lad now. But have it. Bailey Mania. Wacky inflatable tube men fill the stadium. Imagine that. Huh? <laughs> Very inefficient for electricity. <laughs> <laughs> That's your only it. floor the with visuals. it. Oh, imagine the hype. Every single member of the crowd. Sometimes the crowd, they die. They're a bit flat. And they're just like, whoa! Imagine the, the noise. Show, you, can, you, can put audi- you can put like a random audience cheer on repeat over in the background. <laughs> you know, the audience are constantly popping. It should be yeah, sat inside. You're inside an air conditioner. It'll be so loud. Roman Reigns will get booed. That might be the best idea we've ever had. It could be. I'm going to have to send that to WWE. I'm going to have to put it behind a paywall, I think. (laughs) Yes, mate. Someone I saw on Twitter suggested that the prince in Saudi Arabia had paid potentially paid money for them to have it in Saudi Arabia instead. It surprised me. "Mm." It can't happen in Saudi Arabia because they've banned all travel travel into and out of the country of Saudi Arabia. Yeah, exactly. I was like, surely that's not legit. But um, at the end end of the day, if WrestleMania doesn't happen, uh, because it's the the most important thing is people's safety, isn't it? Yeah, regardless. Regardless of whether it's going to, it's going to lose money. It's going to lose people money. Um, whether that's Vince, whether that's WWE, whether that's Tampa, whether that's obviously the people going, it's gonna there's gonna be a bit of insurance a companies, all of the little companies that are trying to run events, Snickers. the wrestling fans in India, in, in the Indies around there would be in serious yeah. trouble. Well, the think, that's that's, that's the thing. Like Will Osprey had to come out this week and say, look, because they've banned travel, I won't, I potentially won't be going to the Ring of Honor show. Um, B Priestley probably won't be on AEW for the foreseeable future. Oh no! Paul has just given me a great idea. He says in the chat, Saudi WrestleMania main event, Yokozuna versus the Undertaker in the biggest cage match in the whatever. I like the idea of of the cage because it's like escape the cage. How about a Saudi Arabia escape the country match? Huh? <laughs> that to me sounds like a real winner. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Was that so, last, was that, that, I'm that sure someone made that joke. Last week. Oh, okay. Well, great minds toast, though. What can I say? It's why we're in the OGs. It's why we're OGs in it, mate. Give me a fist bump. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Brilliant. But like, but like we say, the the safety of of people are important, and we hope all of our listeners stay safe at this very troubling time. Collins go out say, fucking the fact that they're all sitting inside watching Twitch. Uh, well, just to make them feel better, I'd like to announce that we're actually running two Bad Bookers podcasts during this outbreak. Yeah, boys. We're exten- I'm kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All of the sheer panic on everybody's <laughs> going, Fuck! <laughs> what we're doing, pre-taping one? No, I was, I was just thinking that, like, if I've played Plague Inc., right, the game, and I yeah. know that the safest place to host WrestleMania is Greenland. So quite so Madagascar. Yes. Madagascar. Madagascar is a tough one to get, but Greenland is like, yeah, it should be pretty right. good. Cool. Um, in other news, uh, British Bulldog has officially been confirmed as an inductee for the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. I think the Hall of Fame will just Wait. carry on as normal. I've been waiting years no, for this. Be. No, no. Britain! Woo! 
<laughs> did you buy that flag specifically for that, or did you already have it? I already had it. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, if you'd have, if you'd have gone that, out on a, on on out of your way to get that, that was that for waving at people in June in 2017 when they were voting for Brexit? Yeah, that was it. I want my country back. I mean, I I, I think uh, when when you said a minute ago the Hall of Fame will be not, I don't think they're going to do it at all until and certainly until because it's part of the WrestleMania package weekend, isn't it? Yeah, so, but the people going into it won't change. Oh no, no, no of course not. It'll just be coronavirus won't until... change that. I mean, it might if one of the wrestlers who was supposed to be inducted deliberately got it and then deliberately infected some other people. Like if Batista flies to <laughs> flies to Wuhan, gets himself from coronavirus, and then skydives out of the plane into the city of Los Angeles and infects a couple of thousand people, pretty sure he's not getting inducted into the Hall of Fame after that. You're basically just listing a plot from one of the 24 series, I'm sure. Yeah. Sound like it. Anyway, Batista's too busy making TikToks these days. Anyway, <laughs> have you not seen that? No, I don't watch TikTok. <laughs> I just saw it on No, I saw it on Twitter. Someone said, "Oh, Batista's out here making TikTok videos," and there's is one he, of him and his daughter. Is he doing like dances? Because that's what TikTok is, isn't it? It's yeah, dancing. pretty much. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought it was just dogs. Uh, there was one. There was one today that I saw with Oxlade Chamberlain, and I presume his and his wife. And I can't stop watching it on repeat for some bizarre reason. Oh, it's just a dance with him. Yeah, I can't. Stop. I've, yeah. I've watched it about thirty times on repeat, and I don't know why. I don't like Liverpool or or Oxlade Chamberlain. I don't understand why I keep watching it over and over. Because you missed then. football this weekend. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you what. Yeah, let, let's not do Liverpool. Come on, let's move on. Um, and then finally, uh, it was announced today via his Twitter that Martin Kirby is retiring from pro wrestling. Um, very big. Well, say Kirby big, Mania uh, is running wild, brother. Yeah, re- high, highly um, recognised British wrestler. Is he the teacher one? No, he's, he's, the, one who... he's the one who does the Zoidberg elbow. Yeah, sorry, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's come out today that he's retiring from pro wrestling. Did you um, say the reason? I barely knew you. <laughs> you don't. You didn't know him at all, did you? I didn't know him at all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, did, I'm sure he was did, great. Did you state the reason why he'd be doing it, or why, why he's retired? Um, no, I can't remember. His tweet was, this is where I vamp for a minute. Well, I find it. I'm pretty sure he was in progress. He was in uh, everything mainly, for a while. Uh, mainly WCPW for a long time. Yeah. Oh, was he, he the one that had the championship for a while? He maybe. I th- I'm sure he had the championship at least once. He was also the general manager at one point, I think. Yeah, him and Adam Bacitti had a big feud. Yeah, so he says, um, his tweet says, I first began wrestling 14 years ago, and in that time I've surpassed any expectations I ever had. The opportunities I've been fortunate to have received allowed me to wrestle in every major city, main event shows, meet and wrestle childhood heroes, have a WWE tryout, and even compete, complete two tours in Japan with Dragon Gate. However, the time has now come to hang up my pink and black trunks for the final time. I'm proud of all the friends I've made, things I've accomplished, and fans I've entertained over the years. Thank you, and then just a little bit. So there's no reason why I think it's just I think it's just done. I mean, fair enough. Like, go go out while you still you got get... some stock, rather yeah. than you know, or whilst you're still enjoying yourself. Like, yeah. yeah, don't get to the point where you just want to. I'm not going to say it actually. Um, 
Yeah, when you just want to not wrestle anymore, I'll finish that sentence rather than how I was originally. Well, we'll put it this way. WCPW is trending in the UK right now off the back of mine Kirby's announcement. So it goes to show that it's actually made, yeah. You know, he's touched a lot of lives and fair play to him. Mm. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the champion. Remember that? Oh, that was it. Um, he was. He was. Machiti's heel turn. He turned on him, and, and that's when Machiti went heel. And that was he got hundreds of glow sticks thrown at him. Sorry. Anyway, WCPW stuff. Go on. Yeah, I just I think um, obviously a lot of people involved with WCPW. Obviously, the, the cultaholic boys who used to work with um, What Culture have come out and, and obviously uh, given their best wishes. Oh, you make that joke all the time. Well, he shouldn't say come out then, should he? Well, what do you want me if to he say? knows I'm going to say it every time. I don't know you're going to say it every time because I think you're a normal human being. You know <laughs> I'm not a normal human. You're a social, you are a social hand grenade. You, you know that I'm a normal human thinks that I'm a normal human being. You, you are very much the, uh, the social hand grenade of this podcast. Yes. I am not a social hand grenade. You fucking are. You very much are the social hand grenade. When have I ever provoked conversation? Literally yesterday. Every week week on Twitter. When you went on that mad thing about really trolling people about Goldberg and it backfired because no one took the bait. Yeah, I gave up on that. Yeah. Um, The person who we probably need for this next bit has disappeared. Probably gone to walk the dog, hasn't he? Um, Because it's time to talk about Elimination Chamber, which I'm going to be honest, I saw people taking a massive dump on it and then went, nah, I'm all right, cheers. No, Um, just the crowd were dead. I mean, the the matches themselves were actually dead. It's the wrestling here, I've seen it. I've seen it. We watched Elimination Chamber. Did you do Big Watch along? No. I'm sure I've seen most of it. I just didn't right. watch all of it. I saw, I saw a rather large man run through some bulletproof glass. Oh dear! Yeah, yeah. do big so sweaty jump fun. fall. Yeah, and I saw, um, what else did I see? Oh, I got really annoyed actually. No, I got like actually really pissed off because I'm obviously a filthy casual, right? And I just, I, I'm like, you know, dirty casual, generic, normal person, right? So when I watch wrestling, I just have that logic a little bit of like, well, you should, you could have just done that, or like, you could just get yourself disqualified and win. But then I saw how people had a match where uh, they had these two mates on the outside, and they didn't do anything, and it was a no DQ match. They just sat there around like fucking lemons. What were they doing? It was just, yeah. it, AJ it, Styles versus uh, some bloke I don't know, big oh, big black, big tattoo man. Um, with a shit yep. haircut, shit trim. Oh, we need to talk about um, the predictions, don't we? I presume, Mister, which is what you're going to lead on to. Oh, I was going to lead into that. Yes. Sorry, um, I've, I've, no, I've no, 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 no. You haven't. You haven't. Like, you haven't. It's just I uh, forgot about that. Stupid what? bold men just sat in the corner doing nothing. Just <laughs> what were they doing? Why were they just stood there, just like? Because I, I understand if he goes, I can beat him without your help. You know, you're my backup plan. But show us that. Show me that, so then I know. Or maybe they did, and I didn't see that. They didn't, and they did they get. Didn't. They got involved eventually, but yeah. they needed to drag it out for twenty minutes because the crowd. They wanted the crowd to cool down before the Undertaker got there to get oh. the Undertaker pop. So yeah, it was absolutely it, terrible booking. It annoyed me. It really annoyed me. Um, yeah. talking of predictions. Yeah. 
Um, oh, yes. I did, <laughs> I did, I did, I did this, really I well. Oh, you did? I got, I got three. You're um, Impressive. Well, I Jack didn't do what's better. Jack won with seven. Uh, Toast and Chris drew with six. Matt with four. And then me with three. You're welcome, Chris. Shut the fuck up. No. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. good one. Um, I did bad in my predictions in the guest league. In the guest league. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the guest league predictions. No one got five out of five. No one got five out of five, but Wab got four out of five. So did Tommy. uh, JB. uh, Jord, how many did you get? I got three. Three. Yeah. Which is not bad. You know, I like to just you go got off the same as Smoothen who did the whole fucking card. Okay. <laughs> I'm going for your job, Smooth. That's what I'm doing. That's fine, mate. That's fine. <laughs> you're you're more hilarious than I am, so that that makes well, sense. yeah. But this is a wrestling podcast, and I watch wrestling. <laughs> so, so are we just gonna go? Are we just gonna run through each match? Or are we just gonna? Um, you can do. I will you read what the match was, and you can talk about. Don't it. worry. I got this. My hosting duties, Elimination <laughs> Chamber 2019, Wikipedia. <laughs> well, 2020, mate. 2020, George. Oh, no, it is, isn't it? Shit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, was there a pre-show match? There was. Edge. The Viking, Viking Raiders. Viking Raiders versus somebody. Oh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Edge I do Jackson. remember reading about that in the DMs. <laughs> yeah. And um, then just going, ah. <laughs> did, did, cool. did all just, didn't you pick Viking Raiders for all of us in the end? For, oh no, they, they picked it for me because I wasn't there. Yeah, I weren't there. We all just picked Viking, Viking Raiders. Raiders. Chris would also pick the Viking Raiders because uh, Toast has picked them. So oh, it's a good, it's a good job. I picked Viking Raiders because I would have got two instead. <laughs> so yeah, um, we'll not talk about the pre-show. Yeah, because none of us watched it. Yeah. No. Well, I didn't watch the whole thing, so... Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Really good match. Cool. Uh, Would you like to elaborate? Daniel Bryan nearly died for our sins. It kind of looked, in my opinion, like uh, Daniel Bryan was wrestling his clone, and it was quite entertaining. So, it was good. Yeah. Two boys just throwing each other about. It's what what we love to see in the wrestling. Two boys (laughs) throwing each other about. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Gulak oh, kept dropping Daniel Bryan on his neck and they kept making callbacks to the time that Bryan had neck injuries and it was actually like half decent things from commentators for a change and good wrestling but Daniel Bryan won in the end Fair enough Do you think can that's, I, can I that's ask, did, now? What's your scale of rating matches? Because you said this was really good yeah, okay. I think it, it was an okay to good WWE match, but it definitely wasn't really good. It, it was really no. good for the rest of the card compared to the rest of the card. <laughs> In context, it was really context, good. It was a three star pay per view match. It would have been a two and a half star TV match. Right, okay. But for WWE, that's basically seven stars in Tokyo. Tokyo, how many stars does it get? George has it, a genuine question. Slightly more than Toriyano. Which is surprising because I'm normally taking the piss. But um, so you know, because Daniel Bryan, like, is you know, his neck is made of like fucking dried spaghetti, you know, <laughs> right? Yes. Does does seeing him dropped very close to his neck add to the drama for you, or does it just make you cringe and 
and that and that kind of takes you kind of like out of it like oh why is he doing this it's the same as when jeff hardy it's the same as when jeff hardy was doing those huge jumps from like the top of the cell or whatever it was when he knew he was going for back surgery um so i didn't know anything about daniel bryan's neck injury because it happened before i was watching wrestling or like in the in a period where i wasn't watching so it didn't affect me in the slightest but when champa drops off things and like risks his neck and i know he's had neck surgery yes it makes me feel uncomfortable but at the same time i wouldn't tell him to stop doing it because it's up to him and he'd probably murder me if i told him to stop yeah he's gonna say definitely deck you on wouldn't he just i wouldn't fancy myself against the rest i've got giant hands Giant <laughs> hands. Fucking stem cells, so they're all fine. <laughs> they have actually, like, there's a full list. Oh, yeah, well, there's Edge of Page is apparently one of them as well, isn't she? Yeah, that's why she's rumoured to be fighting Bailey at Mania. No? Hmm. Did she come on? Uh, come out on um... No, she couldn't travel. Is she in the UK? Uh, I don't know. She just she tweeted that she couldn't have travelled to the show. Fair. Uh, Andrade had a US title match against Humberto Carrillo. This was a really good match for Humberto I, I, I wasn't over enamoured with it, and it finished with a roll-up, which, as you all know, not a fan of roll-ups. Two flippy boys doing a flippy match, then a roll-up? Oof. <laughs> Sounds like 205 Live. Sounds like AEW pre-Christmas. <laughs> I think George the Fraud went to the toilet for this match, so I don't remember it. <laughs> For the entirety so, of it. Yeah, I must have been so. <laughs> this was two Spanish guys being idiots. Oh, well, luchadors. This is the one where Wahab's racism name comes from because he started mixing up wrestlers and saying they all looked alike. <laughs> yeah, didn't he call yeah. one of them Rey Mysterio? <laughs> he didn't know he didn't. <laughs> like, and he's even I know Rey Mysterio is no, a type teeny weeny little man, like a little, essentially a Mexican leprechaun. He mixed up these two guys, right? He kept mixing them up. Um, and saying he didn't know which one was which because they looked the same. And then when Lucha House Party came out, he asked, was that Sin Cara and Rey Mysterio? Um, and it, it just it got worked for him. The whole Wait, come on. We all know. We know when Sin Cara comes out because they, at least they used to make the ring orange and blue and it looks hideous. It looked like they were promoting Jaffa cakes. <laughs> I mean, he no longer works for the company, so they don't do yeah. it anymore. Oh, we okay. also used to have a trampoline to get into the ring. And then Wasn't did he that... botch his first entrance as well? Which yeah, is hilarious. Exactly. Wasn't that previous Sinkara and not this Sinkara though? No, both Sinkaras have had. The... The you can tell they changed Sinkara because if I remember right, if I remember right, since I remember him and compared to what I last saw him, he gained maybe like fifty pounds. Yeah. He also <laughs> got a huge <laughs> shoulder tattoo as well, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's a very distinctive tattoo, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure he gained like three inches in height. <laughs> he just stretched it. Yeah, because it's the most latest version was Honeycomb, wasn't it? Yeah. Honeycomb? Honeycomb. Honeycomb on the brain. The one who's come out on the fucking brain. Yes. Shout out, Jack, man. Fucking legend. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> so, who won? Just to clarify. <laughs> oh, uh, Andrade won. Okay. You're a fucking host. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch. I've already mentioned that I didn't watch it because I saw it was trash. Board has Bleacher Report currently open. But it doesn't God. say who won. Are it just says the... Grade A. It doesn't tell me who wins. Here, make wild idea. Open the fucking predictions tab of the spreadsheet. You prick. 
I don't <laughs> like it when mummy and daddy fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, SmackDown tag team uh, tag title elimination chamber. Uh, so this was Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, The Usos, Miz and Morrison, and the New Day. Tucker Ooh, doing big flip. I have an immediate start. Who was the an immediate start? Pardon? Who was the first team? The first team, what, entered into the match? Did you name their new name? Robert Roode and uh, Dolph Ziggler. And they're known as Rudolph. And I'll refuse to acknowledge them unless you call them Rudolph. Fine then, Rudolph. Thank you. Carry on. I was um, just going to say how the 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 the, the Mexican lads, the two Luchi Lucha oh boys, Luchi, um, yeah, so Lucha boys. Uh, the fact that they come out to a to a music which is Lucha, Lucha, Lucha makes me want to like push them off the bloody cage myself. I hate it. Like get some real music. Get like a bloody mariachi band or something. Like that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Come on, I'm, embrace your I'm culture. They're wearing, they're doing luchador things. Like, there's an, all Mexican wrestlers wear a mask. If you ask the other guy, so it's like you, you just might as well play up to it because we all know wrestling is based on stereotype. <laughs> if I went, if I went and joined WWE, I'd have to drink a bloody Earl Grey and have a bloody bowler hat or something. It's stupid. I cool. think you'll find they'd make you cart around a fucking um, umbrella and basically be Mary Poppins. Or gentleman uh, Jack Gallagher. Cool. But yeah, their music annoyed me. Didn't like. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I noticed I noticed from pictures um, yeah. that the New Day were wearing an attire that was a paint by numbers. Yeah, which was stupid. Why? Because... <laughs> You can't colour in a pair of tights, I'm sorry. You can if you sell pictures of those tights on WWE Network for 40 quid or whatever they're going to sell them for. (laughs) Who's in the right mind going to buy a paint-by-numbers picture for 40 quid? Well, yeah, what you don't understand is you get a pair of, like, cardboard trousers. You can walk around (laughs) super rigidly. There you go. They sort of My fold together. Minecraft trousers. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. uh, so the order of entry was uh, the Usos and the New Day started. Then Lucha House Party were the first out of the pods. Then Ms. Morris, Ms. Morrison, Heavy Machinery, and then finally Rudolph. Um, order of elimination. Uh, heavy Machinery eliminated Lucha House Party. Rudolph eliminated heavy machinery. Not before Usos. one of the, the it, one of the lucha party did the whole did climb yeah. the top of the thing and did it. So the best the best part of the entire match was just before the lucha house party got eliminated. So uh, Otis uh, is standing in the ring, clearly waiting for the spot where the lucha guy, uh, one of the lucha house party, did a uh, um, what's the shooting thing that brought, star uh, shooting star press uh, did a shooting star from hanging on top of the the cage standard and otis you can clearly see that he's waiting for that spot but he doesn't know what to do whilst the guy is climbing the wall so he gets in the ring then he gets out of the ring then yes. he looks, looks to one wrestler then he looks to another it's like somebody's clicking lb to scroll through the guys <laughs> they want to attack on a fucking wrestling game and then he gets back in the ring then he gets back out of the ring then he gets back in the ring then he looks at 
Tucker, then he looks at somebody else, then he looks at somebody else, and then he walks to the middle of the ring to catch him as he falls out the sky. So effectively, Otis was pretending to be the the computer-generated character in a multi-man match of WWE 2K18. That's genius. <laughs> it's a genius way of doing it things. Just, it was so funny. Otis and is amazing. He did the, the, the sunset flip off the top, and within 30 seconds, his mate had been pinned. Hmm... Excellent. Yeah. Um, and then so, also you had you had Tucker doing Tucker jumped off by yeah, himself. Swanton bomb onto a group off one of the pods. Yeah, that looked kind of cool. I did like that. That did look cool. Yeah. Then um, then uh, Otis ran through a pod trying to get Dolph Ziggler and fell completely out of the structure. He went like a sack of potatoes. And the, back, <laughs> the best part about that was the back of the fucking pod hit the German announce team in the head. Yes. <laughs> it just went... <laughs> fucking flying. German Yeah. And then they got eliminated, didn't they? Yeah, because everyone went and set on Tucker and they fucked him up. And no, no, Rudolph attacked it, uh, Tucker, pinned Tucker. Then yeah. Rudolph got eliminated from like... Like the Usos. Yeah. 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 I do um, love how they try and... I suppose they can get away with it by saying it's, you know, it's the hinge of other, but I do love the whole, it's bulletproof glass. It's like, no, it's not. We both know that's like, that's like you know, subway sneeze glass, isn't it? <laughs> perspex, <laughs> isn't it? Like, yeah, it's perfect, but it's just, yeah. Because oh, I always remember the elimination chamber where Goldberg had to smash it himself when he was yes. trying to spear someone. So he literally spears him and then it doesn't break, so he pushes him again and it breaks. Is it like, the Jericho or Christian? I think one of the two. Where he, I where think he it does was Jericho. It, I think it's all again. You can see him like, pick up another gear. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. I feel um, like they should have, like, you know, sort of gimmicked it to be like sugar glass. That would have looked, if it explodes into a billion pieces, that would have been way more. And then powerful. some poor child in the crowd would get glass in their eye and WWE gets yeah, millions and millions of pounds. Millions. Yeah, you know, Sugar's glass. fine to ingest through the eye. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Kid will be awake for weeks. Yeah. Uh, so the Usos eliminated Rudolph. Yes. Uh, Miz and Morrison eliminated the New Day. Of course. Yeah. And then Miz and Morrison pin the Uso and Usos to retain the titles. I think there was a bit of use of the ropes from what I saw in the SmackDown episode this week. They showed the whole thing. Yeah. I, I, um, I but I fast forward through most of it because, you know, reasons. This is the last of what I watched from Elimination Chamber. Everything else I can't remember. Ah. So. Didn't. Oh. Didn't the New Day get eliminated by Kofi running off the pod and just sort of falling? Yeah, so like, yeah, like he'd been tranked mid run. Yeah, he was supposed to be getting down lightly, and he hit his chin on the edge of the pod on the way down vertically. Um, mm. Yeah, so I reckon he was probably a bit like dazed because you're not. I mean, that to... sounds like it hurt. To be fair, I could take a tooth yeah, he... out or something. Yeah, might bite your tongue. They... That hurts. Yeah, I've bit me tongue before. I think for me personally, with Elimination Chamber, like any gimmick pay per views, they have to try and fit as many people inside these gimmick matches as possible. And I don't like the fact they do it with tag teams. Is that because they have like 900 people contracted? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure if, if me and Toast upon a good match, we'd be offered a, a yeah. NXT deal, wouldn't we? <laughs> so, yeah. Toast nodding, he knows. He knows. Okay. I could do nasty UK deal. 
Toasty, I think we could do it. Like, well, I think we can do like a spot where I'll go for like a big power slam, a big resilient move, and you sure. can just sort of crush sure. me. You you would go for a big power slam. On yeah, I'll go for a Mark Henry world strongest slam on you, <laughs> but then realize that my arms would break. If I could compare you, George, right, I think you'd be more James Ellsworth. Um, yeah, but he's got a chin. This is true. Maybe a Gilberg. Is that old enough to be Gilbert? Mm. But I'd come out with an alter ego. Oh, Drake Maverick! Yes, of course, Drake Maverick. <laughs> yeah, you you can wet yourself whilst managing a big a tag team of big boys. What? <laughs> I love the fact that George's not seen this, and this is going straight over his head, and it just that's right. brilliant. Wrestling, <laughs> do Drake Maverick survive? Survivor Series 20. Do not take wrestler wets himself. <laughs> so while Jordy's doing that, do you want to talk about Alistair Black versus AJ Styles? Not, not really. really. This fucking was... movie was shit. <laughs> it was. It was. I'm not gonna lie. I forgot it happened, and then you started going, "We're gonna talk about it." I was like, "This is just shit." You okay. So... And NXT. This match was okay. stupid. The fucking <laughs> the best tag team in the world, as they're called, stood outside going, "Huh? What are we yeah. here for?" Yeah. So. Is it a no, no DQ match so they can get involved anyway? Yeah, yeah, but they didn't, so it made no fucking sense. So basically, what happened was the cl- the crowd had just watched a load of shit. <laughs> what so, the elimination chamber match? Yeah. So, but they were they were the crowd were almost like making a tiny little bit of noise, and they clearly went right. That sounds like the most noise they can make all night. So we'll wait till they're completely silent again before Taker comes in, which meant they had to have a 20-minute dragged-out match between AJ Styles and Alistair Black, where fuck all happened, before then the two guys um, from the OC, Connor and Victor, can come in and um, slide into the ring and put him in danger. Before then, you get the Undertaker pop with the... So did the Undertaker actually turn up? Yeah. So the the Connor and Victor um, were beaten down on Ali Black, and then you get a dong, and the lights go out. Dong, lights come back up again, and he's got both of them on their knees, choking them. Mm-hmm. And then AJ Styles goes to do a phenomenal forearm to his back, and he just turns around, catches him, and choke slams him because he's not allowed to do the tombstone anymore because he nearly killed um, Goldberg, so he only does. Choke slams now, and that was enough for Alistair Black to get the win. Can we talk about like the, the OC just disappeared? Like, yeah, they didn't get, and then suddenly they're gone. Yeah, they didn't get choke slammed, they didn't get anything other than held by the throat, and that was enough to get them to leave the ring when he pushed them over. Maybe they pissed themselves <laughs> and they're embarrassed, so yeah. Oh, God. Um. Cool. So it looks like AJ versus Taker at Mania. Mania if Both Mania on happens. their knees choking him. Sounds like my Pornhub search history says Timor. It's also apt because they were talking a lot about an old man and his dongs. So it's been a Timor is a fan. So uh, Street Profits versus uh, Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins. Has Buddy Murphy lost his first name? Yeah, he, he lost, he lost it a few weeks ago. Yeah, so instead of them being bras now, they're Mercer because they're infecting Raw now rather than holding it up. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. What? To be, to be fair, say, isn't it? 
To be so fair, the... the name Buddy just makes you think of the little sidekick from uh, uh, in Incredibles. So yeah, like, so they, so they yeah. used to be Buddy, Razor, Akum, and Seth. So that was Bras. And now they are Murphy, Razor, Seth, and Akum, MRSA. <sighs> <laughs> Lovely, deadly things, Joy. <laughs> Good timing. Corona. Uh, how was this match? I've heard I've heard good things about this. I don't know who I was speaking to somebody in. in, in you heard good things. Go back and watch it because reasons. Yeah, exactly. It it was average. Meh. Yeah, it was a a WWE tag team match. It was two and a half stars of boredom. And apparently they retained. They did. What do you think? Well, they weren't going to drop the titles fucking six days after winning them. You never know. This is WWE. I mean, who, who would predict Rollins and Murphy to win that match? I mean, it's just silly, surely. Truman. <laughs> did you forget you predicted them? <laughs> I, prefer, I, prefer not, I prefer not to speak. Yeah. If I speak, I am in big trouble. <laughs> and I was, because I lost predictions. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. We do um, need to talk about... The, the, the incident after that in a bit as well, I think. Or we're going to wait for Jack to return. Main, for main event, Jack's not coming back. Oh, that's um, right. What? Did I miss something there? No, something to do with Shit match we have to talk about. Yeah, so the main event was the, the vagina. Um, no, you've, the you've, you've missed the other one. Yeah, there's another match. Braun Strowman. Is yeah. that the one that you're oh. alluding to? Because that was before Seth Murphy and no, it wasn't. It wasn't according Not to according Wikipedia. To Bleach Report. Uh, yeah, Bleach Report. Well, it's Jack's Jack's fault for putting it wrong on the predictions tab. Then um, uh, Broad Strowman versus Cesaro Shishy 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 and Sami Zayn for the IC title, which I know who won because Jack got it right. Yeah, Sami Zayn is now the Intercontinental Champion. I like apparently did nothing. I quite liked the way Sami Zayn looks these days. From what I remember, he was just sort of this sort of ginger man with his checkerboard trousers, or whatever. And now he's like, he looks like he's come from Cuba. Like he yeah. looks like he should have been rocking around with Che Guevara. And I quite like that. I quite like the, that. The, look. The, the yeah. yeah, like he's got like a he's got a bit of chest bush, you know. Hmm. Yeah, as well. And I do like that. It gives him a bit of a grizzled grizzled look. And sort of this hair's a little bit shaggy. It's good. It's good packaging. I like it better than it was before. Like comic book nerd, or whatever he was. He's got so, a good package. I mean, what yeah. Can I say? Exactly. It's a small package, which mm. is a It's a good package. That's a wrestling move, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. package. Um, so, Smoot, you mentioned that Sami Zayn didn't do anything. The whole point of this was Braun Strowman asked for this match so that he could get his hands on Sami Zayn. So they made it a three-on-one handicap match so that he can never get his hands on Sami Zayn. But throughout the entire match, any offense that Strowman got in was either on Nax or Cesaro, and then the other the other two came in and attacked him and broke broke everything up. So that when it gets to WrestleMania, Strowman will finally get his hands on Sami Zayn and get the title back. In other words, he's going to kill Sami Zayn. At Mania, yeah, because it'll be a one-on-one rather than a two-on-one. <clears throat> I hate. I, I hope. Over the joys. Put it on the pre-show. Right. I mean, there's... I thought it was all right. Yeah, like I thought it was. I thought it was like I like the idea of like he wants to kill 
one of them in particular, but can't get his hands on it. It's that kind of basic story. It was uh, no, it, it was it was a change from what you would have expected. We know last week we were saying it's going to be Strowman. I mean, Jack got it right because you know it's Jack, but. Yeah, we oh, Jack just reads the, all the, all the uh, websites, doesn't he? Just gets all his inf- inside information. Well, Jack's actually been watching main roster for a couple of weeks, so he had an advantage because he actually cares about the wrestles. Yeah, is when he's not, you know, drinking his body weight in milk and dark fruits, he's uh, <laughs> watching wrestling. I love that. Yeah, the greatest Twitch clip known to man. <laughs> The women's elimination chamber match. Yeah. Um, I've heard this is this is the reason. Right. This is one of the many reasons why I didn't watch it because I've heard it was just watching Shayna Baszler just stood in a ring doing nothing. Yeah. So I've heard a lot of criticisms that Baszler won and eliminated everybody, and that's not my problem with this. I don't mind that Baszler came out and killed Natalia, who can't who has not been built at all, so that's fine. Killed Liv Morgan, killed Ruby Riot, killed Sarah Logan, and then went 50-50 for a minute and a half with Asuka, played on Asuka's recent injury, attacked that, and managed to get the win. My issue with this match is we had, as soon as Baszler came out of the pod, she eliminated Natalia, uh, Ruby Riot, and Sarah Logan within two and a half minutes. She then stood in the ring for four minutes shouting until Liv Morgan's pod opened. She then took a minute and a half to eliminate Liv Morgan. I also saw so that she like picked her up and smashed her into yeah, the cage, which looked horrendous. Yeah, she smashed so her like, in the F in the chat. And, and the pod. And then did the whatever her character. Yeah. yeah, whatever she calls it. But then she got into the center of the ring and stared at the hard cam. Not at Asuka's pod, stared at the hard cam and started shouting. And then she went to Asuka's pod and started shouting. And then Asuka was start shouting back. And then she started shouting Asuka again. And that went on for seven minutes. Seven, wow. Seven minutes. So there's a total of like 11 minutes of no wrestling happening in a wrestling match. What's the, why? What is the point? This actually reminds me of a little nitpick I had about the other chamber match, actually. I thought about well, it's a really tiny nitpick, but it's exactly what I'd picked up on. So they made a massive deal about, I think it was Dolph Ziggler not being able to like they was coming out last, like they knew that. Yeah. But every time they did the who's coming out, it kept flashing their pod like we were expecting them to come out, and it really annoyed me. <laughs> like I was like, even I know they can't come out, and I've only been watching since twelve minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Timor's right. Timor in the chat that I would have loved it if Shane had just broken the pod. That would have made it more interesting if she just went and fucked the pod up to get Asuka out. Or to yeah, get similar to what um, Goldberg did to Triple H, where I know that was after Triple H was <clears throat> released from the pod, and uh, Nate, I think it was Ric Flair, was holding it, and then mm. Goldberg just smashed it. If Shayna Baszler would have smashed it without it being opened in the first place, that would have been badass. I mean, from what, I, from what I've seen of it, there was just Liv Morgan screaming and swearing all the time. Oh, and then, yeah, the other thing, throughout the whole match... She was mic'd, wasn't she, or something? Yeah, they had microphones in the thing that was clearly only supposed to be when Baszler was shouting at them, so you could hear them as well. Yeah. But they had them on for the entire match, but they sounded like a fucking baby monitor mic. <laughs> it sounded, literally sounded like she was screaming down a baby monitor and she was like when um somebody slipped through or either slipped through the ropes or fell over or did something 
and she went, "Oh fuck!" And you could hear it. Yeah. <laughs> but it that's was like, great. It's, yeah, it was. Oh. And then you just lot, get lots. Of I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's. I want them to react. I want them to be like, you know, I'd love to see them go. Oh fuck! That looks like it hurts. No, and it, no shit. What have I got myself into? That'd be great. I yeah. think a little bit of yeah. sort of regret that we need in wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was Elimination Chamber. Um, I think that sounds like a standard pre-WrestleMania pay-per-view where it was trash. The thing yeah. is, though, is it's a gimmick pay-per-view. We usually know the gimmick pay-per-views don't... I'm done with gimmick pay-per-views. I quite like a gimmick pay-per-view. I'm gonna, I, I, I don't watch them as much, so... That's the thing, right? I, don't, like, I, is, I, don't, I do agree that like it is a bit stupid, like... Like, I hate you so much, but unfortunately, Hell in the Cell is six months away, so we're going to have a normal match this week. Yeah, or we're going to have like, a DQ match. Oh, yeah. yeah, whereas I, d- I don't get that, but obviously I understand. That's Brandy, like, Brandy, Brandy, that Brandy, was like Brandy. Cyber Mondays or whatever they had, where it was like, oh, Taboo Tuesdays. Pick the match stipulation crowd, and it's like three versions of the same match. Mm. Street Fight, No DQ, and No Holds Barred. <laughs> it's like, but, um, I, yeah. Again, I thought the anyway, it was just all right. I thought it was reasonably enjoyable, and like, but then again, I've not watched an Chamber match in a, a long time, and I must say, the Chamber it looks, it doesn't look scary anymore. And I know, obviously, it's probably safer. Yeah, but like, it used to look mean. It used yeah. to be like, oh, that looks scary. It's nice, like, oh, the look, and they've hit the padding. Nice. Yeah, that was my criticism. Was it two or three years ago they changed the changed it so mm. they bits on the outside, and I didn't like it anymore. I don't yeah. care that it's safer for the wrestlers. If they're not dead from the old the old one, they <laughs> continue to use it. The, the thing with me is, if you look back to the gimmick pay-per-views this year, the two of them that has been shat on the most by the fans is Hell in a Cell yeah. and Elimination Chamber. And yeah. TLC wasn't that good either. No. So does that not make it obvious to Vince McMahon that gimmick pay-per-views aren't what the fans want anymore oh wait they don't want to give us what they want because they keep saying that they want to give us what they what we want but then make up their own frigging minds anyway well yeah because 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 the argument for that's going to be well the fans don't really know what they want you know we give them what that what we think they want and it, it's just shoddy but at the same time because because it because it always falls into the such a same linear path for, for, for whenever there's a gimmick pay-per-view coming up. It's the same linear path every time. And yeah, it's dull. And you just want to go, oh, it's a fucking gimmick one again. All right, okay, well then we'll just get through this and I might get some good wrestling at some point. It just frustrates me. I do... The thing I dislike about the gimmick pay-per-views the most is the fact that they do just sound a bit dull. Like, we are going to Elimination Chamber. It's like, when, it, when I remember, it was called No Way Out. And it was like, that sounded... Like intense, it sounded scary. Well, I think they had one at Vengeance, didn't they? <clears throat> they had them at all sorts of pay-per-views. They had what? The first one was at the first one was a Survivor Series. The second yeah. one was a SummerSlam. Uh, I'm sure they had one like you said at No Way Out or a Vengeance. I'm I'm sure there's been. It's same with Hell in a Cells. Hell in a Cells used to be at whatever pay-per-view. Whatever pay-per-view like, needed it. Yeah. Or when yeah. the feud needed it. Three you stages I mean? of hell. Oh, I used to love three stages of hell matches. Yeah, exactly. They were brilliant. Because you're a mark. Um, no, think... They were like early 2000s. They were all over those WWE, those SmackDown games. Three mm. stages of hell, fuck yeah. 
the only exception to my point about I hate the fact that like they have to be at the corresponding name, like they should be named just differently, is I do I do enjoy a bit of money in the bank. I think everyone loves money it. Money in the bank should stay as it is. Like it's class. So disagree. It should be, but still should be at Mania. Money no. in the bank would add something to Mania that it like Mania doesn't need any more matches. It's got too many matches as it is. But just no, like WWE don't care about their tag titles. Don't bother having them on the, the thing. They don't care about their secondary titles. Don't have them on Mania. Don't bother with the really battle royals. I always I always think that like surely every single feud you're doing that's big should have the title and what well, some sort of title involved. So the fact that you can have them not on a show really annoys me. Because like, why are they there then? If you don't care, why should I care? Yeah, yeah, so I agree. They really should, what they should do with the tag titles is what they do with the women's tag titles, and you can flip between the two. Because having two different titles on two different brands, it wouldn't change the fact that they don't give a fuck. No, about I know, them. but it, that's one less title to worry about. I don't know. It's. It feels weird that they have so many titles and don't use them because they're just such an easy way of continuing the story. Like, if you don't have a story for something, you just go, oh, I really want to be intercontinental champion because I've seen who's won it before and I want to be as good as them, whatever. Bloody, bloody, blah, sorted. There's your story. Mm. Boom. I don't know. I think gimmick pay-per-views just not shouldn't be a thing anymore apart from Money in the Bank, but that's my personal opinion. Let's move on. Yeah. Um... Has anybody seen anything from Raw? It happened. The only thing that I know about Raw was Edge returned and smashed up Randy Orton. Um, totally. After yeah. the stuff. After the stuff that happened to him and then Beth. <laughs> I've just noticed that on stream that Sriven has now got a loading bar nose. Oh, no, he's disappeared now. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> His nose was just completely a green flashy bar. Love it. Um, okay, then. Let's move to NXT. Um, so this week's NXT was in the Performance Centre, as we mentioned last week, because of scheduling issues and whatever um, with Full Sail. <sighs> Started with Keith Lee and Cameron Grimes, I believe. Yeah, it was an okay match. Cameron Grimes is hated by the fans, isn't he? They hate him. Yeah, because he's like the, he's one of the few half decent heels that isn't getting an apathetic "I don't care" reaction. He actually has a bit of a character. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah, it wasn't it was, over the standout match, but like the the big thing from this was obviously the end, the after the match stuff. Yeah, Damien Priest smashed him in the back with what looked like a truncheon or whatever you call it. They are calling it something, but I can't remember. Some what police stick. He's the big boss man, 2.0. Um, and then I think Dijakovic came in to help him out. Yeah, so Dijakovic came down to make the save, made the save. Then Keith Lee got back up, thought it was a nightstick. That's what they're calling it, a nightstick. And he thought so big boss man 2.0. Yeah, so he then Keith Lee got up, he thought Dijakovic had attacked him with the nightstick and then attacked Dijakovic. Um, and then since then on Twitter, he's like two or three times 
posted the video that WWE did on their Twitter saying, oh, I made a mistake there, or I get it, I made a mistake, I'm sorry. So at least he watches his own product. Yeah, true. Um, so Keith Lee keeps the title. I, I genuinely think it's not going to be Dominic. I think he'll go with Damien Priest. Yeah. Um, Possibly. I think I think that's the best thing because I, we don't want to oversaturate him and Dijakovic. We've had it many times. Yeah, I think everybody's fed up of it. I certainly am. I think Toast would kill himself if he had to watch it. You're getting a triple threat. You're not getting a one-on-one match. Like, yeah, I thought mm, that. You're not getting a one-on-one match. You're getting a triple threat. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, you're probably right. Uh, ladder match qualifier for the um, war, not war games, takeover in Tampa, if it happens. Um, so Dakota Kai versus Mia Yim. Dakota Kai was with Raquel Gonzalez again. Because you know, darn heels. Why? <laughs> why did Dakota Kai lose this match? Mia's already nearly died in a ladder match once this year. In oh no, it's the because end of- you do know that Tegan Knox is. Uh, do, do you know what? I I actually thought about this after the later match where because Tegan Knox was in one as well, and yeah. I know I'm jumping and I apologise, but Tegan Knox won hers, I believe. Yeah. And Therefore, hang on, wait, wait. Miriam won this one. Yeah. Didn't Dakota Kai attack Miriam to get into that match? Yeah. Back at War Games. She'll just do it again. But she won't get them. If she attacks Miriam, she won't get the spot this time because she's not. It, it's, yeah, it would be. It's, she might, though. No, just. You please. know, William Reed. during that match to stop Tegan winning, but she won't be involved in the match other than that. I just, uh, it's just like Tegan Knox needs to, like, she's just supposedly won this feud with, um, with sorry, yeah, Dakota Kai's just won the feud with Tegan Knox in the in the cage match blow off. We all know it's not actually the end of the feud, but it should be the end of the feud. So why are we now not having Dakota Kai the winning one and Knox the loser? It's just it. It makes me think like this match made me think about booking rather than thinking about the wrestling, which is not how you should be watching wrestling. And the my big criticism of NXT at the moment is the fact that I raved about the NXT women's division before War Games last year, and I've not been able to do it since. Mm. So Yim won the match uh, due to the kind of Gonzalez interruption. She kind of distracted the um, the match, but it kind of caused more of a distraction for Dakota Kai, allowing um, Mia Yim to kind of hit the what like looked like a code breaker, I think. Yeah. Um, so, and then there was a roll-up, because she loved a good roll-up finish. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's it, uh, like my problem is I'm starting to not care about NXT, and I was uh, like I was a big advocate pre Christmas of NXT. I know you become a boring bastard. I can't argue. No, I, I, <laughs> I think I think as much as Matt and I usually clash on certain things, he's right that Survivor Series is where it all sort of went to shit to an extent. Yeah, the combination NXT. Survivor Series and 
um, having to run that alongside war games, which I already don't like war games. But you then had to have people teaming up who were supposed to hate each other, and I, it just it it kind of killed the buzz that I had around NXT. And yes, I I still managed to get invested for Rhea Ripley winning the title. That was like three weeks later, but since December, their TV show has just gone down and down in quality. And I know we hate uh, well. I know we always compare NXT with AW because they're on the same night. But when you watch an AW card week to week, the matches feel like they have meaning to them because of the ranking system. Would you not agree? Yes. To an extent? So what I would say is the longer I watch both shows, the more I'm seeing NXT as an offshoot of Raw and SmackDown and not as a wrestling show anymore. And I think AEW is the first pro wrestling show we've been able to watch weekly in a long time, in a long, long time, possibly in my lifetime. Because for me, if you look through any NXT that that used to happen before it went to USA... I know it was only an hour. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know it was only an hour, but you wouldn't. You always get these matches, and I'm going to take this week's NXT as an example: Kushida versus Raul Mendoza. There's no actual reason these two should be having a match because there's no storyline, there's no win-loss record, there's nothing to do with that. But I mean, it's just a, it's just an exhibition, really, isn't it? Here you go. Here's two nice flippy guys, and to be quite honest. I'm going to contradict myself a little bit here because I thought this match was probably the best match on NXT this week. I really enjoyed watching it. I think his tag match was better, but my my counterpoint to what you've just said there is because NXT are never going to have rankings because it'll just be a direct rip from what AEW has. In your opinion, you should only have matches that have feuds to build them up. So, like, in that scenario, your whole lower mid-card slash lower card don't get on NXT then. Uh, yeah, yeah I know. Lower card feuds. It's yeah. it's just it's impossible to build a lower card feud because otherwise that it's just a waste of TV time. It yeah. just is. Because you're not going to have Taylor Breeze against Kona Reeves as a lower card feud and give a TV time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. yeah. I I don't know what the fix is, but it's yeah, it's just getting more and more disappointing. I think the reason. To pick the example that you've picked, Kushida versus Kona Reed. Oh, not Kona. What was Mendoza. it? Mendoza. Al Mendoza. And that match is happening because Jordan Devlin can't fly into the US to defend his cruiserweight title. And so they can't have the cruiserweight popping match. So they've picked two guys who they think can do that popping match without a title. And unfortunately, because of the way they've built up Kushida and then left him for four weeks and then built him up again and then left him for three weeks and then built him up and then had him not turn up for a month and then built him up again. It, you can't get invested like you should be able to in somebody like Kushida. So you're not going to get the pop that they expect you to get. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like a proper prick now because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking a massive dump in circumstances that are kind of very difficult for people to be in. Yeah. I, I do feel a bit like a prick now. <laughs> like, shit happened. Like, they, they should always be able to, if they've got, like, say it wasn't coronavirus, coronavirus wasn't a thing. Jordan Devlin flies to Ireland and 
there's a storm that nobody dies from, but he's stuck there for four days and he can't fly back for Wednesday. They should be able to build something that makes entertaining TV. And because they've they constantly heat wrestlers and then leave them off TV for three or four weeks, their mid card doesn't really exist. They've got three wrestlers around the main title, or maybe three or four guys who are in and around the main title match. You've got three or four wrestlers who are in in and around the lower title, the the North American title, and then everybody else wins a match on TV and then doesn't turn up for three weeks. So how are you supposed to invest in those people? Mm. I think that's where A-Dub's done it right. So not just the push A-Dub as usual, but whenever they're putting their matches, they're announcing them ahead of time. Yeah. And additionally, they're doing something on the show to set it up. Like, yeah. for example, I know that the Lucha Bros are now fighting the best friends as speaking as well the matches advertised. And that's directly built off the stuff they've been building. And then they've done something on this week's episode to set up the match for next week. And they do that all the time. I think AEW takes the best bits of New Japan in terms of long-term booking. The best bits of like ROH in terms of like old ROH where it was really technical, good, high-flying stuff for wrestling. And then they take the Young Bucks sort of entertainment style from BTE and they've been doing it really well for the last couple of months. I, I just want to chirp in about the uh, the power ranking thing. It adds another layer to, uh, I mean, for instance, if you were to have, I mean, for instance, it was Joey Janela and uh, what was it? Lucha, uh, well, not Lucha, the Dragon... What the fuck is the thing? Triangulo Dylan Werther. Yeah, and, and yet you, you had like three and threes and things like that going on. But yeah. it, uh, if if it's a match that's for the sake of a match, you have the additional layer of well, it could just be just for rankings rather than it has to go to a feud. Uh, so yeah, it's like having do you know when you have a tournament, you know what I mean? You gotta you got to have preliminary matches to yeah. get into the tournament you know take football for example you've got the champions league playoffs to get into the champions league then once you're in the champions league you're in a group stage you're best out of the group I mean, moved on it's that kind of element to it That's we shut on right. the power rankings we shut on that whole idea but it's actually really making sense i i think they've used the power rankings wrong um they're surprising like i'm not i'm not saying the power rankings shouldn't exist the problem is when they publish them and they have a guy who's three and one above a guy who's four and oh there's nothing to explain why that is and i know they've said in case they've said in interviews and stuff that it's all about the quality of the wins and the quality of your opponents and you know it's based off of what did cody say it's based off of american college football where there's a quality of win indicator in there so that you can't just pick all the shit teams to go and play so in american college football you could they they can choose who to play against, but if you choose all of the shit teams and you end up fifteen and zero for the season or whatever, you don't necessarily go to the top of the league because a team might be thirteen and two, but their two matches were against far higher quality opposition than the the team that's fifteen and zero. Okay, and the match they've won is also against higher quality opposition, so they go actually although this team is fifteen and two and this team is 13, 15 and 0 and this team is 13 and 2 the 13 and 2 team is better and that's what it's based off of but that's never ever explained other than interviews outside of AEW what they should what i would have done is say you have these power rankings that they know about and that's it just say these rankings are there in the background you don't publish these rankings you just say at the moment these are Fifth, fourth, third, and second are these people. Don't put 
their numbers next to them, just say, this team's top, this this tag team is next, this tag team's next, this person is top, this person is next, this person is next. And then you don't have people questioning why somebody who's three and one is above somebody who's four and out. That's okay. how I would have done it. Either I, way, either I, way. I have a question. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of talking. It was very intense. You might as well have been speaking a different language to me. Yeah. Um, uh, this, one's, this one is to uh, Space Toaster of the uh, of the podcast. Yeah. Um, are you the exalted one? Not much, sir. I prefer not to speak. Um, yeah, so let's let's before we go and heavily get back into AEW, let's finish off talking about NXT first. So, like we said, Raul Mendoza and Kushida had a really good match. Um, Kushida picked oh, up the win. Raul Mendoza later in the night. Yeah, so Raul Mendoza was yeah. Fucking lucha masks. <laughs> so, what like massive criticism for AEW, and the, the, like a lot of the NXT fans that are saying AEW shit are saying that the Dark Order have ruined AEW. So they've taken the worst bit of the Dark Order, which is random people in luchador masks, and they've had them drive a van and kidnap somebody. Oh god, I forgot about that. Because this was all when Mia Yim was supposed to be having a conversation about her win. And then this car drives through the car park of the performance center. They need to improve their security. The best thing that'll come out of this, and I swear I can't wait for it, will be Kenta's Twitter. Right? Because the last time there was an attack in the car park in NXT, he tweeted and went, I fucking told him to get extra security after he got beat up. <laughs> and they still haven't done it, so you know he's going to tweet something about it, and I just can't wait to read it. <laughs> class, yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, so we'll see who those people are. Um, it could be some brand new tag team that we've never heard of straight out of the PC. It could be someone that we already know. We'll we'll, we'll wait with anticipation. Wait, the was there two the was there, there was two like, people wearing masks. No, but was there two videos ran for Killer Cross this week? There was, a, there, was a, twice. there was like a that really weird. There's like a crow and like a what yeah. Like there's a crow. a crow sitting on the cross for Killer Cross because yeah. or not a crow. It was a vulture. Yeah, yeah. Cross. It's for Killer Cross. Yeah, they've been it, showing those for a couple of weeks. Had the girl with the long blonde hair and it talking, and he's just saw the back of her head. Which is part of Ross's gimmick is Scarlet Bordeaux's wife or girlfriend, fiance, whatever they are. They might be married, I'm not sure. But I'm almost certain. They've been showing those for weeks. I'm certain it's going to be Cross. It's got to be, surely. Who else has joined the PC that we know of? Uh, there was a basketball Thatcher. player. Um, yeah, Thatcher. There was an ex American football player. Um, yeah, but those guys aren't getting near TV from. No, exactly. Of course they're not. So it's, it's, either, it's not going to be Thatcher, I don't think. Well, who signed the same week as Cross? Cross signed the same week as somebody else that we'd heard of. Wolf? No, Thatcher. Was it him? Yeah, Yeah, but Thatcher will be, like Toast says, NXT UK because of Imperium folk. Okay, yeah. Uh, Charlotte um, appeared halfway through Rhea Ripley's kind of promo thing. This is something that I wanted to talk about. Rhea Ripley... Before she came to NXT proper, was a three and a half star in ring worker, but a five star character. And since she's come into NXT proper, 
her character work has gone worse and worse and worse. Because they made her face. Because they've turned her face. Exactly that. And she's gone from being my favourite woman's wrestler to somebody that I don't really care for anymore. Whoa, that is controversial. It's, it's just like, bearing in mind, she, at one point she was my favourite. She was the only reason I was watching anything to do with NXT UK because her character work was great, her promos were great, and her in-ring work was good enough to keep you invested. And Matt has also got a massive crush. And I have a massive hard, hard on for her. Matt, can well, I ask? I, how, how, has it ever been... Sorry, has the hard on ever been long enough that you uh, sort of can't <laughs> feel your balls? Or <laughs> the question was. It has not. Possibly for Rhea, but only, only for Rhea. <laughs> what was your question, Toast? I was just saying, do you find Pete Don attractive? I do not oh, find Pete Don. I similar <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Matt has a heart. I don't know who Pete Dan is. He sounds like a bricklayer. <laughs> Might as well be. Uh, but yeah, Charlotte came out. They they had a a bit of a hoo ha. Excuse me. Big boot they, had a, they had a hoo ha. Yeah, that like a sound f- right. Hoot, okay, yeah, like hoo ha is like ooh. flailing flailing limbs at each other. Yeah. Okay, to- toast makes a good point. With with those heels on that that um, big boot would have gone horribly wrong. That was insane that she could hit that leg. She was wearing fucking skin tight jeans and a pair of like heel boots that have like at least a four inch heel on them, and yeah. she's a running big boot. I'm like, holy fuck! At least she's done, at least they're not stilettos. That would actually kill someone. Yeah. That. I think she's tried to do them in stilettos before. <laughs> she, I'm sure. She slipped on the ramp trying to do one in stilettos and didn't hit it. Oh dear! <laughs> like a claymore kick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the claymore be... kick came about, wasn't it? The claymore kick came about because he was wearing skin tight jeans and couldn't separate his legs properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he, 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 he stole his gear, so he had to wrestle in his jeans, and he couldn't open his legs properly to do a big boot. So he jumped and did the claymore, and that's how the claymore was invented. Yeah, as far as like he, what, he, he slipped when trying to do a big boot to Ryback when it was something like that. I, know I can't remember who it was again. Yeah, but no, it was, it was because he'd had his attire stolen by somebody, so he was wrestling in skinny jeans and he couldn't split his legs wide enough to do a big boot, so he had to jump to do it. Also, I've just I've just remembered that Rhea Ripley's now known as the Nightmare. Yep. Even though she's what, a KSI? fake. KSI? <laughs> That's immediately what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to smile and nod. I, she's yeah. Just, yeah, she's just come to the ring shouting, look, Lamborghini! <laughs> You don't see me in my Lamborghini or whatever. Is this a sideman person? Yeah. He's the oh, he's he... the, the boxer one. Yeah. He's an in-ring fighter, lad. I'll have you know. He's professionally trained. Apparently he's from Peterborough. Professional um, boxer in Luxembourg. Because he couldn't get his license anywhere else. True story. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, but yeah, I d- didn't know she was called The Nightmare. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like... That's a shit name. What about American Nightmare? The Nightmare. (laughs) Bearing in mind, I've just bought another one of her t shirts. Yeah, on on AEW, actually. Why has Cody Rhodes got a big, fat, ugly neck tattoo? (laughs) (laughs) Because he's a big, fat, ugly prick. Wow. (laughs) Okay. You wait till we get to AEW before you start shooting on it. I mean, like. He it's just his brand. He says he wanted to get behind his brand because the fans have got behind him. 
and he said he didn't want to hide it on his neck or on his chest or shoulder or anything, so he got to put it on his neck. He does wrestle with his shirt off, though. <laughs> no, but he means like for interviews and like if he does movie yeah, roles and stuff. But it's not a good like it's not a good logo. That's, I mean, I'd know a good logo. Would you put your like little space toaster man on your neck? If I was earning Cody Rhodes money, fucking ready be on my neck. That space toaster isn't you. What is what is his name? Huh? What is his name? If that's not you, the little you said he he'd be on my neck. So if he's not you, you gotta pay for that, George. Oh, what the information? Is it classified? Yeah. Yeah. My head yeah. Oh, fucking hell. I don't want to know now. Um, I've got my own name. Uh, Charlotte did nice. Uh, no, not nice. It was... I don't, I don't really know how to describe it. She controlled the crowd really well. Like, yeah. the crowd were on her the second she came out. Yeah. Like, you don't go here. They were doing the Bianca yeah. stuff. And she came um, out. Yeah, if you don't go here. I, I for... Go back to Raw. yeah. But she handled it quite well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then figure four leg lock around the turnbuckle. Can I, can I just for reason. Out that the funniest part of that figure four around the turnbuckle was she had a left leg and she dangled it off the side. Then she rested it on Rhea's like, chest. Then she dangled it off to the side again. And then she went, oh, I've got a high heel on and then started digging it into a knee to mm. try and use it as a weapon. It's just, yeah, she clearly hadn't thought about the spot before doing it. But yeah, no. other than that, it was it was really good to build to their feud. Mm. They, they need to stop doing I've seen, I don't know whether it was this week's Raw or last week's Raw, they had, there's, there's promo packages going around Twitter from their stuff on Raw and it's fucking dog shit. They need to stop sending Rhea Ripley to Raw and just leave it all. She's going to be on Raw every week between now and Mania, mate. Yeah, and it's all going to be at the Performance Centre anyway, isn't it? So yeah. all, all of them are going to be in the same place. They're going to be fighting in the gym. That's that's the new thing now because it's the PC. It's going to be let's fight in the gym. I don't think Nicholas. I don't think you'll see that again. I think that no, was off the Gargano. Program. It was to get a new spot. begins and all this shit. So that's the reason they went into the gym there. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll do it for many of the other shows. Yeah, yeah well, outside in the car park without the security. Then. Is, that the, is that the the next? Oh no, we haven't had the Brody Wade. No, stuff. we had the Tegan Knox versus Diana Perazzo, which I kind of skipped through. Yeah, Tegan um, Knox won. Tegan Knox won. That's all we need to say about that. It was not great. Then, the, then it was the tag team championship match. Bros Dwight versus Undisputed Era. Should have closed the show. Uh, it, I said it earlier before the call. There was no need to have the Gargano fucking Kiampa Brawl close the show. This match is a pay per view match. Like these two teams, quality should have closed yeah. the show. Instead, they were shot on because Kiampa and fucking Gargano got the fight after them. Yeah. Why? Why didn't? That's ridiculous. Surely that match should have closed the show. I agree with you. That's that's. Un, I've not seen NXT this week, so I, I honestly don't know. No, they done this match. Um, they finished it about fifteen minutes before the end of the show, probably just before the last ad break. Kiappa right. came down, started chatting shit. Gargano was backstage, and Kiappa jumps through the crowd, goes backstage, starts the brawl, and then they brawl through about twelve rooms. Oh yeah. Onto the wee balcony bit. Yeah, like bearing in mind, I said that the Bros Awaits versus the um, Undisputed Era was certainly wrestling wise as good as the the match that everybody raves over from the last AEW pay per view. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the AEW one had more storytelling involved, but like the in ring work, I think was 
close to as good as if if not as good. It was just a, an incredible match. And then yeah, to not have it close the show was a little bit insulting to those wrestlers. I I would agree with that. But at the same time, I am an absolute DIY mark, and I popped for the entire Gargano versus Champa segment because even though it shouldn't have been there, I and I hate myself for really enjoying it. I really enjoyed it. I found it boring, and I found the fact that he never hit Drake right up until the end, considering they beat the fuck out of security. But Drake and then some random referee were able to keep getting in front of them and telling them to stop, even though they just ignored them. Yeah. Uh, and then Drake eventually gets popped before they do the high spot. I just I found it stupid. It didn't make sense. And logically, if Drake... Drake's pretty built. Drake could have tried to take Johnny, like pull him away and have Johnny chin him or something early doors, but it was just stupid. They had a ref running around backstage, like checking on people after they got hit and then asking the other one not to hit them. And it just seemed pointless to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you, if you look at it cynically like that, but if you look at it like it's Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano and this was. If you look at it and you're not fanboy and over the the best feud of all time being revisited. Like it's the best feud of all time two years ago. And yes, it's been overdone. All time. All time. Bar none. What? Not Rockstone Cold? No, fuck Rockstone Cold. Oh god. Talk about shit that's been overdone. You talk to me about Rock and Stone Cold. Mankind Triple H. That was one match, wasn't it? Like it wasn't one match. Yeah, but it it is Rock and Mankind was. It was Rock versus Yeah, fuck Rock and Mankind. No, that's that's not the point. I'm talking uh, Triple H and yeah, but before that, it wasn't Triple H and Mankind, was it? It was Triple H and Cactus Jack. Okay, Triple H and the characters of Mick Foley. No, lads, let's just move on. This yeah, was, m- yeah, yeah. This was the greatest feud of all time, apparently. So we'll just we'll move on because I can't handle that right now. Yeah, no, get, tell me what your favourite feud of all time is. Rockstone Cold. Stone Cold, Mark. So it would probably be Rockstone Cold. Brett Stone Cold was brilliant in the build up to fifteen. Was it fifteen? I was about to say thirteen. Maybe it was fifteen or fourteen. I think it was thirteen. Um, where yeah, yeah. the finish where Austin doesn't tap out, he's pissing my blood. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking fan. It's thirteen, and Hart's uh, gone by fifteen because fifteen would have been two years. Before, oh yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, uh, X seven, so that was nineteen ninety nine, and he'd long gone by then. Or Brett Sean, if you want to go for like an actual feud, like that was fucking fantastic. Fucking that, Sean yeah, and Trips. All you're doing, with the exception of Rockstone Cold, is talking about shitty 90s wrestling that I never enjoyed so haven't watched much of. He literally goes, of all time! And then we're talking about something that's been fucking constantly revisited for the last two years. Oh yeah, because the Rock and Cold was never constantly revisited. Let me cut the hat there, come on. Ripley is the greatest female wrestler of all time because she's done well for the last six months. Sorry, what happened to the chat with that? And then I need to stop talking now. Zach versus Cena was class. Zach got job done. Mister Stereo Girl. I mean, fuck it. You could even have. You can even put Cena and Edge in that. Cena and Edge. What was about Cena fantastic. and Randy Orton? You know, that's the greatest feud of all time. Too many. Good. No. 
George, what about Carlito and Jimmy Wang Yang? Their feud was epic. Oh, I loved it, mate. It was. Um, <laughs> I liked the bit where he spat the apple in his face. Oh, that was wild. Yeah, um, I know, right? And then he went, yee-haw, and threw his cowboy hat and something. <laughs> He did have some cool little videos, actually. I remember watching these. I'm going to watch them now because I'm really not involved in this conversation at all. At all. So, uh, <laughs> we're just about to start talking about AEW. You watch Jimmy Wang. Where are they now? Where is he now? Let's find out. Nine... I'll see you guys what in nine minutes. Did you just share seconds. in the chat that he got a shot, Toast, like earlier? What? I'm sure Toaster put in like a thing earlier in the chat where it said that he'd been shot in his own yeah, home. Daddy Yum Yum got shot, not Jimmy Wang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking at the name code, that guy needs to be fucking good. Daddy Yum Yum is amazing, I love that. Hold on, is that still the link? Because I might still have it on copy and paste. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I didn't. Yeah, big Daddy Yum Yum got shot. <laughs> I didn't read the name, I just. Look at him, look. If that's a wrestle called Big Daddy Yum Yum, sign him up, boys. Just that gimmick. Is he the one on the right or the one on the left? He's the one holding the belt, Matt. That's an actual wrestler and not an interviewer. <laughs> Big Daddy Young oh, versus dear. Jimmy Wang Yang, the new Saudi oh. WrestleMania main event. You'd love to see it. Brilliant. Oh, Bruce uh, Bucket. Yeah. AEW then, before um, I give my... I'm watching a fetus-looking Drew McIntyre punch Jimmy Wang Yang here. This is quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, this came from April 3rd. Well, it was uploaded in 2010. So yeah, it's probably what I was watching. Okay, um... Um, AEW this week uh, started with Cody versus Ortiz. Was there a promo package before it? I can't remember. I think they showed last couple of weeks, didn't they? They did show just like highlights of last week and the week before. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not good for AW because I uh, watched it and then realised oh this was uh, the week before and I haven't actually because I watched it on like Thursday and I was like oh yeah it's not on ITV player thing <laughs> until like the next day so I didn't yeah, watch it. In time. Can I just confirm that uh, I predicted last week who Jake's client would be and people argued with me and said it was going to be Luke Harper and it wasn't. Uh, that was the the guy who's left the podcast. I agreed with you. Oh, did you? Was it Jack? Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I always get you and Jack fucking mixed up for your takes. Oh. I would, I would have had no idea because I'm not an indie smark. <laughs> you said it with such disdain. Wrestling makes us hate ourselves. It is on fucking national TV, so it's not an indie. It's definitely an indie. It feels indie. <laughs> um, Look, indie well, music hurt. counts as indie, and, and I wouldn't say you know Oasis are indie, but they are, aren't they? Kinda. Sort of. Possibly it's in my indie playlist, yeah. I agree with George, I'm afraid. <laughs> See, exactly. Everyone knows your Oasis. Oh, all oh, right. I can take George talking shit because that's fine. But Smooth, but you've just said you, you agree that AEW is an independent. <laughs> no, I just agreed oh, with the Oasis bit. I'm the host of a wrestling podcast who's supposed to have like a mediocre level of knowledge. Can you confirm that you've said AEW is an indie? <laughs> <laughs> it is. No, but like it's not an indie because it's owned by Fulham, basically, and uh, fucking billionaire and has a national and, TV and yeah, yeah, but like, but like, am I going to know any of the wrestlers because I don't watch Japanese wrestling because I'm not Japanese, so I don't know what's going on. Have you heard of Chris Jericho? Yeah, I've heard of him. Oh, we do um, know who he was. 
Huh? Who? What? Yeah, I know who he is, but he's got a new name now, hasn't he? And he's got like he's he's still got a stupid logo on his back of his shirt, and I don't like because it looks like it's been squished. <laughs> God, Mox. Yeah, but his name's not Mox, though, is it? His name's Moxley. Yeah. So his name's Mox, so it's Moxley. You can't go. Yeah, but no. either your name is whatever your full name is, or it's Jord. Well, yeah, like you know, I wouldn't go. <laughs> I wouldn't go. Yeah, call me. George yeah, fraud, and then your name's Jordan, you fucked hard. <laughs> no, but you wouldn't like what? Why is it his name John Mox? Cool. Um, Cody, yeah, exactly. You have no answer. <laughs> why is his name John Mox? Huh? His huh? Name is John what Mocky, do we call, we call John Cena Johnny C? Do we? John JC? No, we don't. Uh, yeah, do we call Edge Ed? Do we? No, no, we don't. Do we call fucking Undertaker fucking Und? No, we don't. We don't we call him Taker. Him to we do call him Taker. And Randy Orton, we all you know. Called... I loved it when Booker T used to come out, and on his bloody trunks it said "Book." Yeah. It was great. Loved it. Trunks before. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, are you okay, George? Right, who else is there? Go on. I'll tell you all the ones I know. Some of them, because I've watched it. But like, <laughs> other than that, uh, the ones I would actually know from being the mainstream. <laughs> fucking, I don't know. Who else was in WWE? Oh, Do you remember Jack Swagger? Oh, yeah, I've seen him. Uh, they didn't have him wrestle for the longest time because he wasn't allowed to or something. Then he then he, he lost his MMA fight. I thought it was quite funny. He didn't, well, he didn't lose. He got disqualified for kicking someone in the dick. Well, it is a loss, though, isn't it? You no, disqualify. He's technically undefeated. Wasn't the loss. Well, I mean, it is though. Like, you know. but he—he—he's technically undefeated. <laughs> and I'm technically You're undefeated, undefeated in on the technicality of a legendary recommended you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, because he now wrestles like Jack Swagger again. So. Cool. Right. He's but, uh, the all-American American. He still had a list, didn't he? He still mm. has one. He just doesn't, well, he doesn't, he doesn't talk he anymore. Doesn't he just stares. Yeah. So, yeah. talking of this, they did do when AEW hit a million subscribe or a million followers on Instagram, and they all did like a an Instagram story each, and each wrestler was like, "Oh, thank you for one million follows on Instagram." Jake Hager did one, and he just stared at the screen for thirty seconds. It was weird because his, <laughs> his 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 phone was so close to his face. It was a bit intimate. Okay. <laughs> right, are we, we going to show then? Yeah, I was trying to, but I got interrupted. Um, okay. Cody had a match against um, Ortiz out of Proud and Powerful, uh, which he won. There was shenanigans from the outside from Santana, which you'd expect. And the bunny. And what? No, that's a different match. Go on. <laughs> and the bunny. No, that Wasn't was the next bunny match. in a feud with that um God, knife. He was, no, he was in a feud no, with that no, um no, no, move on. I'm not the party guy with all the with all the conga line. What was his name? Adam um, Rose. That's yes. This don't be a lemon toaster. Be a rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> For goodness sake. What the fuck has happened to this podcast? I don't know. Welcome what? to 100 episodes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, we're God. doing like a best bits of wrestling. <laughs> you made him leave, John. Oh. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the toaster now. <laughs> um, okay. Um, he's the only one who watched. He's the only one who watched AEW this week. Isn't I he? watched it. Okay, I watched fine. it as well. Well, let's just let's just say we watched it last week and run it on tape delay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so we run the podcast on tape delay. Yeah. 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 Um, there was interference from not the Montana in this match with Cody and Ortiz. Brandy Rose whipped Santana with her belt for reasons. Um. Thingy was there. What's his She's face? A kinky Arn. Minx. Arn Anderson was there. Just yeah, being him. Um, but he won the match. Did Cody and uh, I think he won with a figure four. And then after the match, he was in a beatdown, which was saved by Matt Jackson, Kenny Omega. So this is obviously feeding all the way into his blood and guts, which is fine. Didn't Nick get the shit kicked out of him? That was after. Yeah, the yeah, because it went. Uh, yeah, straight after the match. Because also they were, they were teasing Lance to sort of step in, weren't they? I mean, this is, you know, technically no, all spoilers. No, no, no. For that was a back. Lance came out earlier. We have no, a Lance came out during the match. Yeah, uh, Lance Archer came out during the match with Jake. They sat down, they watched. It was an out. There was an outside bit where um, I think. Cody did a, it wasn't a brain buster, but it looked like it. He just picked him up and flapjacked him um, onto the ramp. And then it looked like Archer was going to come in, but he didn't. And then he walked off. The other stuff um, was after the match, I think. After the beatdown, maybe. I don't know. Like, yeah, like there was an attack. Yeah, there wasn't a. Yeah, the inner circle did a backstage yeah. segment with Jericho where he was um, wedged underneath the. Yeah, so that's what that's what happened. It was after the the match and Proud and Powerful had beat down um, Cody, and then the others had gone into for the save. Jericho, um, Sammy Guevara, and Jake Hager appeared in a skit. And said, um, "You might not find all of your friends or something." And then Nick Jackson was lying underneath a door, half squished to death, wasn't he? Yeah, with clear blood capsule. But then they all went to hospital. So Matt was in a car with Cody. Um, oh, are they going to be back later? Um, kind of thing. Um, Statlander and Sheeda had a tag team match against Nyla Rose and the returning B Priestley. Um which you you didn't like, did you, Matt? I did not like B, it. It's just briefly. B Priestley again. botched like, again apparently. I like to um yeah, to joke about botching Priestley, uh, B Priestley all she does is botching AW. Um it was a, a minor thing. I can't even remember what she did now. I think but it was I in the corner. She jumped up to try and do a quick rope spot where she jumped on the ropes and then was probably going to jump off uh, and then get caught by Statlander, I think. But it didn't work out because she missed a footing and then she tried to do it again and missed a footing again. Fucking hell. And then she fell. Like, it didn't really matter that much in the grand scheme. It was just, no, at the time of watching it, 
I noticed that she botched, and I just wanted to wind you up about it because I always wind you up about B Priestley botching. <laughs> That's the thing, though, because she can actually go as a wrestler. I'm not. Like, I'm no, not. She's fucking fans. Oh, hi, She's <laughs> overrated because she boxed Will Ospreay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so oh. we can say that about Britt Baker then? Yeah, she's overrated because she boxed Adam Cole. Smooth I just want to make you guys fuming. know she is a dentist. I, I, so. I, whatever. You're fuming. Opinion, that's fine. I'm not fuming. Yeah. Well, yes. Opinions are opinion. Drop people on their fucking neck in stardom, like. I haven't okay. watched stardom, so I wouldn't know. But then what do you base your love of her wrestling ability on if you haven't watched stardom? What is in WCPW? Right. Okay. Have you finished bullying me? Can I go home? I'm not bullying you. I said she's shit. And then you automatically jumped the defender. So I thought maybe you've watched some of her stardom where she wrestles regularly. But so no, you're basically guy... on a company that died like two years ago. So does okay. the guy in Jurassic Express think he's a dinosaur? Or yes. Is he yes. mentally ill or what? <laughs> yes. So he's mentally ill, is what we're saying. <laughs> was he dropped on his head or something too hard? Or yeah, he was wrestling big Priestley one week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I've just wondered this. I always that like a, it's my war paint. Rawr. Okay. Uh, no, no. He, or does he actually think he's a dinosaur? In it's my war paint. Yeah, that's kind of what they do, isn't it? Like wrestlers, they wear paint and stuff, like. Gold dust doesn't walk around with that paint with a golden face all day. Gold dust roads and he's in AEW now. And yeah, but no one gives a fuck. Yeah, who cares about him these days? He wears red red paint, not not gold anymore. Oh, well, that's the natural the... dusty road, Dustin, not dusty. dusty. Yeah, the only one thing about him being called the natural Dustin Rhodes is he wears human painted on face paint. Human. <laughs> human so that's makeup. Yeah. <laughs> he wears another human's face <laughs> as his face. <laughs> What his character is the movie <laughs> Face Off. Yeah. He's not natural if he's. Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Fucking toast, I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking quality movie. Adam Rose. I could eat a peach for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking legendary. Do you know Adam Rose? Did you know that uh, Braun, <laughs> Braun Strowman was one of his conga lines? It's hard to see him as three or four wrestlers. It's hard to see him as big, big badass when you see him dancing around in like a Where's Wally costume. Jordan, if you want to shock yourself, go look up what Adam Rose looks like currently because he's hit the juice a lot. Has he like been up the professional wrestling juice bar? He is fucking massive. Oh god, this is scary. <laughs> Rosebuds. Oh right. my lord! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like if Adam Rose ate Adam Rose. <laughs> fucking hell! He like, go look it up. He's fucking hell. I've got one though. That's a rather him. large man. Oh Jesus Christ! How did he, he go small. from like? How did he go from like you know, gay pretty boy to fucking steroids? Sort of scary <laughs> fucking, like... Allegedly. Allegedly, he pumped himself full of fucking steroids. Do you remember when they did a whole documentary where he was one of the main people in it, and then they gave him a push for a week, and then he was never on TV again? I wasn't watching wrestling at the time. Was it Breaking Ground's page? No, 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 it wasn't Breaking Ground. It was like, <laughs> it was like a whole story about how uh, how his son was... Um, like his son was born with, like, 
some some fucked up ailment. I can't exactly what it was. And you know how he struggled to get into the business and things like that, and it goes really well. And then all of a sudden, that's the end of him. I'm just seeing an image, and I, yeah, I hope it's not photoshopped. But it looks so photoshopped. It's not even of Adam Rose. It's an even better wrestler. Show oh my me. god! Chat. Oh, oh. Brilliant. Uh, so yeah, Rose um, and Priestley defeated Sheeta in Statlander. Um, I think Priestley. <laughs> Oh, his head looks so small. <laughs> what are we like? You're looking at each other. He's like, guys. He's just shared a picture of the great Carly. Oh, that's going on the stream. Give us a minute. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> it's gone to shit. Oh, yeah, it looks, so, so it looks Rose... like someone took that tall in Photoshop where you can sort of shrink everything down. And they just squeeze. Oh, I've squeezed his head. It's like oh. his head looks like it was a grape that's been pressed for some wine. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh, yeah, I, was, I was fully expecting uh, B Priestley to take the pin in this because looking at it, it was two people on the other side of the ring that were like competitors and sort of potential challengers. I know Statlander's just lost, but when Priestley won, I was kind of like, "Why if we just bury two faces and then she attacked now?" And I was like, "Okay, that makes sense." Give it's like if you put a human <laughs> head on a Minecraft character. He's so square. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, I I agree with like I think the reason they've done this is to turn Nyla Rose face. No. I, no. Go ahead. You give your reasons, and then I'll look at her. The the reason, like I think they're gonna try and play on the whole. She's a transgender. Like, not. <laughs> and, um, that's why she's a not an icon. <laughs> Somebody that transgender <laughs> look up to them. stop trying to make. I can't. Find it. I'm watching this. Imagine Brenda's laughing, making me laugh. I'm sorry. Yeah, but like I think Nyla Rose probably would have been a face if she wasn't a horrible person on Twitter when she first went for the title, and then obviously was not allowed to have the title because she was a horrible person on Twitter. And I think that. They realised that having a monster heel in the women's division isn't going to work when the people that they are building in the women's division are people like B. Priestley, who's a heel. Not B. Priestley, um, Britt Baker, who's a heel. So they're using Priestley attacking her to give her sympathy for them to her to murder B. Priestley in a match next week or whenever. And then, yeah, slowly transition her into being a face, maybe. I, I can understand that point, but I just, with her character, I can't see them turn their face because her character is she's the beast, she's running around swearing to people and beating people up backstage and stuff. Honestly, um, I think B's beat her or attacked her just so that she could get fed to Nyla in a couple of weeks for a title match and give Nyla another win before I don't see know, that put up against her next. Probably, but like in in realistic terms, it's either, it's got to either be Swole or Baker, hasn't it? Could be. I still think Sheeta's gonna end up getting it at some point because Sheeta. Sheeta's the highest ranked, isn't she? She's dating uh, Kenny. Oh, that'll be why. Um. So, but she's actually one of the better workers they have on the female roster. Like, it's not just because she's dating Kenny. If you look at their roster in terms of actually being able to go, there's Statlander. Her Rose is okay, but botches a bit. Uh, Swole's alright. Swole. Swole is great. But her gimmick 
kind of doesn't fit. I know that's her gimmick she's had for a while, but big, swole, cool, that sounds class. And then she's going up against like a Nella Rosa or a Statlander or someone who's bigger than her. It it yeah. doesn't like it doesn't translate to me because it's not like it's a comedic gimmick. It's not like oh look I'm big swollen and I'm small. It's actually she's like blowing up stuff. She's like when I sort of show off my biceps and you're like, well, it's not really, it's not that impressive, is it? It's just a bit of muscle. Yeah. So she's not actually that big or swole. Nobody yeah. says swole. It's not 2016. Yeah, yeah, that'd be like um, you know, if your name was like Dope Joe, so, <laughs> Dope Joe, yeah, because they interrupted later on, didn't they? The Brit Baker. Oh no, I'm jumping. I actually out. liked their spot later on, I, I thought um, that was quite good actually. Because it was Tony introduced the, it, this thing with Tony and Brit Baker really works because Tony's just like trying to be really nice, but obviously doesn't like. The attitude of Britt Baker. I got and annoyed Britt... that there was like nothing in the cup, but then obviously at the end of the thing, you find out there was something in the cup. But he mm. kept leaning it towards the camera, and you could see it was basically fucking empty, and it was pissing me off. <laughs> um, I the fact again that she she said, "Did you know I'm a dentist?" And I was like, "Here we go again." I think yeah, she's that's because it. people like you're getting annoyed by it. Yeah, it really works, works. because it annoys me. It's getting heat luck. Live dentistry. That's what we need. She's just a fucking in the middle dentist. of the race. We know this. Now that would really like that would really get some heat. It'd be like pulling teeth, that. But there was obviously heat hey, in this exchange with Big Swole and Britt Baker. Where? Yeah. So what did Britt say? Uh Britt turned around and went, "No, nobody knows who you are. They only know you for your boyfriend." And Swole turns around and goes, uh, "I'm married, baby." And held her, but she gave, but she even up. gave it the whole two yeah. fingers in the air, baby, mm. as well. And I was just like, yeah, oh, that was quite cool. I like that. Um, got a huge pop. Who's yeah. she married to? Uh, um, she's Kyle. married to Cedric from WWE, Cedric Alexander. And Britt Baker's married to Adam Cole and Cedric oh, Alexander, who's baby. currently very pissed off in WWE. Oh, yeah, his tweets are not yes, <laughs> yes. He, he's not a happy man at the minute in WWE. Is he? oh, he's very, um, I think he's sort of given up caring now, isn't he? Yeah, he's getting paid, isn't he? So, yeah, he's uh, back to ROH and stuff once his contract's up. He doesn't give a fuck, bro. yeah. When you're on that fuck money, after a while, you, there's only so much you can really have and be able to like you can still go off and go do your own thing if you've saved enough money up. It's like, it's, it's like well, they 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 go to Tyler to some tweet to, to Tyler Breeze. Go, why well, you've done fuck all in ten years? He goes, ten years. I own four houses. I um I, I run my own training school. I'm happy, you know. Just because you're not top of the card, you're still getting fucking good money at WWE. Mm. Sorry, tangent. I, I'd, you I'd love to be a wrestler in this day and age when there's so many options because like it just seems like an easy, pretty easy place to get paycheck. Mm-hmm. I mean, WWE, you do one good match, and you know. I mean, the whole up. paying a dude thing for 10, 10, 15 years and getting paid $5 a night. If you've seen that Sami Zayn tweet from earlier on today, where he says, you know, talk about the times where you played to like less or, or, or you did like a really small gig and got paid fuck all, talk about it. And there's hundreds of people responding as like either really low independent wrestlers or high end sort of top guys like Seth Rollins or whoever. And they're talking about all the shit times that they've had to get through to get to where they are. So you, you had me until you called top, Seth Rollins a top guy. Well, no, no. In terms of Cesaro, the, in terms have of a great character. tweet about it. Hmm? Cesaro done a great tweet about that uh, this week. He t- tweeted out um, 
if you'd have told me 10 years ago, me and Daniel Bryan would have been wrestling in front of no, uh, no audience, I'd have, I'd have probably believed you. If you'd have told me it was for WWE, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah, that's the point, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Um, Jurassic Express um, back in AEW were having a match against MJF, Butcher and the Blade. Um, hey, that's, that's, that's where this happened. This is where the bunny <laughs> happened, yeah. Um, which was... Bunny. So... Party animal. This Why? match was won by MJF, Butcher and the Blade. I think MJF um, got a win through distraction from the bunny because the bunny was on the apron. Matt didn't like a certain segment in this match because we talked about it in the he mentioned it in the DMs to to us guys saying um, that Aubrey Edwards shouldn't have got involved. Oh, in yeah, this this is like tag teams arms. This this annoys and I. I tweeted this separately as well, and a couple of people liked it. Um, yeah, so why yeah. is a referee trying it's to get a viral? Because Earl Hebner used to do it. Yeah, and I don't like it when Earl Hebner used to do it. No, why is... that's that's the whole thing. She's and, Girl Hebner. Yeah, she she might be Girl Hebner, but why is a referee in kayfabe, or if you are Tony Sugarman Khan, whatever your name is, why are you employing somebody who is trying to get themselves over, even though they're in a role where they should be as minimalistic as possible she and you shouldn't notice them. Matt, she's over as fuck. And if you look at any of the Twitter clips after one of their shows, there's always a clip with her. There was the one where she threw the inner circle out. Yeah, in the main the, event of... Like mental. There's the one where the first time she done a Jericho match, she got up in Jericho's face when he was swearing at her. Hmm. Stuff like that, that's been her character. She's got that shit over. Why does a referee need a character? Because I don't want to know. Honestly, it's a bit different. about red shoes, though. I don't want to know. Red shoes gets involved with matches and it's hilarious. It's not hilarious. It's annoying. It's great. Honestly, if the wrestlers are writing these spots into their matches, which they obviously are, because if they were annoyed by the referee getting over, they wouldn't be doing the spots with her. If they're writing it in and they don't give a fuck and everyone's getting over anyway, why not? I just, I referees should not, not be getting trying it's to get. It's not themselves that deep them. though, is it, mate? I mean, it's not that big a deal, is it? Well, you say that, but before you know it, she's climbing up those rankings and she's got a title match. To be what, fair, referee she's, rankings. She's probably the most over female in AEW at the moment. Yeah, so I'd say there's more of her. Statlander gets a hell of a reaction when she gives it. I find her character of this Statlander woman very confusing. Does she believe she's an alien or does she just like aliens? Oh, she is an alien. She is. She's a, a literal alien. Yeah, yeah. she's an actual this alien. Is like, yeah, but this is like Doctor Who and all the aliens look <laughs> like humans. And you go, well, that's boring, isn't it? <laughs> but she wears face paint, George. Yeah, and she does a cartwheel. Which we have on Earth. And, and she, she does a cartwheel. I'm about to blow your mind, right? You ready? Oh, here we go. Stone Cold Steve Austin was not a rattlesnake. I mean, was he stone cold? No. no. He was what was his temperature? temperature? Normal <gasps> no. body temperature. No, you're not telling me he was lukewarm Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Room temperature Steve Austin. <laughs> it doesn't have the same <laughs> ring to it, really, does it? <laughs> And here comes lukewarm Stone Cold. I like the idea of literal wrestling gimmicks. I mean, The Rock would be boring. Piss off the guy saying he was a dinosaur earlier. 
Yeah. Well, that, if he was an actual dinosaur, that shit would fucking rock, wouldn't it? <laughs> that shit fucks. I'm, I'm on board with that. I mean, it depends on what type of dinosaur he is, though, doesn't it? Well, he, what kind of mask does he have? Does he have any horns? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, He's a fake yeah, dinosaur. How many horns? Yes. So, he has <laughs> so bringing it back round to the actual Lucha Express or whatever they're called, I fuck them up every time. Jurassic Express. Um, it's amazing how over they are. Like, mm. they get such a fucking pop when they come through. And I think they lose every match they're in as well. They do. Yeah. Like, I think people really like Jurassic yeah. Park. It's a good film. Could be. It's a good film. It's not. It's no, not no, a good no, film. No, you need no, um, no. Doctor What's-His-Tits. Grant. Oh, yeah, there you go. We Imagine that. that. I'd be like Jurassic Park Operation Genesis. Anyone play that game? Classic game. Okay. It's just like maybe like their promos could all be like you know mid match. You have a message from Doctor Grant, and you know, and he's like dinosaur on the loose. Run, run away. Let's hit the fan. Like, I'm sorry, but if you were a child when you watched Jurassic Park, it's fine. If you watch it for the first time as an adult, it's not a very good film. He's speaking from it. True, Matt. I am. I, I've I've never could... seen it until I was 22, and it's not very good. I was in the cinema as a kid and shat myself and ran out when I was about when the first one came out. Sorry, as you were. <laughs> I was just going to say I think the same logic applies to wrestling. But <laughs> you're watching a kid; it's fine. When you're watching an adult, it's just a bit like, what is this? What is going on? It's still here? real to me. You say, you say. And then those people who make a podcast living out of it. Whoops, a living. Fuck me, it's a living out of the shit room. We made Jim eight Ross. pound. We made eight dollars a month. I think the person who's made the most money out of this podcast is me. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, technically, yes. Because I made yeah. the... <sighs> I, I'm in negative money. So am I. Well, I'm, I, well, what, oh, what was right. the next match, mate? Come on. Um, that was a really good Jerry Janela, Private Party versus Triangulo de la Muerta. Because I refuse to call them death triangle. I like, yeah, I agree. I like I the do. Spanish. When Toast said it last week, I was like, eh, death triangle's all right. And then I was like, going yeah. through this week, going, actually, Toast is right. It sounds awful. Yeah, in the in the Spanish, it sounds incredible. Which is why fucking what do you call them? Pentagon's promos are all fantastic. He can I... tell me to eat my vitamins and drink my milk and shit. But it sounds scary as fuck when he starts saying it. <laughs> he just, yep, let him say what he wants. Yeah, it's like I actually brought up this point on this podcast. I, mean, I hated the fact the Lucha Bros might call Lucha Hermanos because Lucha Bros just sounds so shit. It sounds like something I'd come up with when I was 10. <laughs> We're the Lucha Bros, yay! Yeah, it's like <laughs> sticking a bloody mask on Mario and Luigi. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I just, um, I, I, yeah, this this match was good. Um, I really like the end. The, obviously, there's lots of high flying. Death Rally Driver onto the hardest part of the ring. Ooh. Nice, nice. Um, obviously, there's going to be lots of high flying outside the ring action, jumping swanton bombs. Phoenix did some mad kick off the. Um... Uh, he jumped into, yeah, he jumped into the corner and then yes! spun around and kicked. That was sick. He's Fucking... done that many a time, but that one looked brutal. D- disgusting. What the fuck am I watching? Let's go. And the fact that as well, um, Pax uh, Black Arrow, that is the probably the crispest Black Arrow I've seen him do ever. Pretty damn it, crisp. It looked, it looked so slick. I've never seen it done to that perfection for a while. 
the bounce was smooth, like the, the from the black arrow, the way he bounced up and then was already sitting on his chair to pull the leg up. Do you think it was that, just the revolutions? I think. Do you think that uh, bloody death triangle are in a? Uh, the, but they'll be able to, you know, truly express themselves given they've got three people who don't speak English. <laughs> Are you saying Jordy Nev doesn't speak English? Yeah, I can't understand a word he's saying, so... <laughs> I mean, he might as well be in a tag team with Jake the Snake, then. Oh, here we go. Oh, not this again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at the end of the match, they um, attacked Private Party and Joey Janela again. And that kind of chokehold manoeuvre with three of them, they called oh, it shit. the Death Triangle. <gasps> I thought it was okay. No, look a week as fuck. Is that because it was their arm? It was sloppy as fuck. If they had had it practice, then like it looked like all three of them were doing something decent. I'd have been alright with, but to me, it just looked like a clusterfuck. Because it looked like because it's the fact that they're using the other opponent's arms around the next person. I like. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, did Pentagon not drop his guy and have to readjust mid move and stuff as the camera was trying to play up how much they were all getting hurt? I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to that. There you go. Um, I, I thought it looked sloppy and they were trying to force a reason for the name. Um, but if you guys liked it, there you go. I just like the the, the idea around using the person who's in the first kind of chokehold, face lock, whatever you want to call it, yeah. add the Grip other guy's face. arm around the other person's neck. And then it was like a kind of, what do you call it? Continuous line of that human said <laughs> you want to call it that probably not <laughs> the same but um yeah i kind of see how because jordy nev just gets in behind and doesn't really do a lot i can kind of see where you're coming from but right so the reason i wanted to call it was because i thought it looked sloppy and it's only fair that i call that out whenever i call out pete dunn and matt riddles bullshit like if i'm gonna call it the NXT moves looking sloppy. I'm not going to sit on the fence. Yeah, with the yeah. Game. yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, we had a Dark Order promo, but it wasn't a Dark Order promo. It was a SCU promo where I fucking loved this as much <laughs> as much as sometimes I think these kind of things are ridiculous. This Christopher Daniels promo was fucking fire. I just loved the, every minute. The one thing I didn't like is that they. Right, so I think they should have revealed who the fucking, whatever they call them was, uh, the Exalted one ages ago. I think they should have done it before. Yeah. Plug on it. it seems like they forced it to show up next week with Daniels going, I'll fight both of you. I don't care if it's on dark or it's here. I'm like, okay, you're forcing the fuck out of this time uh, to try and get it forced down for next week. That was my one concern, but the promo itself was class. I think it was well done. Yeah, so I believe um, that Daniels said he was going to fight the two guys that I can't remember the name of, Evil Uno and what's the other one? Uh, Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson. Um, and if he beats them both and the exalted one doesn't come out, then we can get rid of Dark Order or whatever you say. But I believe confirmed that he's appearing this week now on Twitter. Well, like that was silly. Confirmed. Yeah, but, so that, yeah. They also announced it on the actual thing as well. They said but, next week the exalted one's coming. Yeah. I mean, that was a poor thing. Like when they've done this. This would have been the perfect way for he if he beats say he beats Uno on Dark and then next week he beats the other one then you can have the then you at least have a reason for the Dark the, the Dark Order leader to come out. Yeah. 
No, they've jumped the gun. Like they announced that he confirmed that he was going to do that. It was as soon as we found out that it's next week. It was always going to be Brody Lee because it next week's show was originally supposed to be in his hometown. I'm I'm still getting strong Matt Hardy vibes because I've watched obviously the three did the leak they've had the last couple of weeks. Yeah, the one where he was getting uh, the Zenith. Yeah, that last one they had the yeah. Young Bucks super kick the Zenith or whatever out of him. And then bury him so that he could be reborn. And I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. I still think but that it will get a massive pop if it's Matt. If he needs to be reborn, he clearly isn't currently the Dark Order's leader. Well, no, because you can't have broken Matt being the exalted one. He's going to be something different. But the exalted well, one already exists. No, wow. listen, let's just. The, the exalted one already exists. So if they had to break Matt last week or this week. Then he can't be the the exalted one. But he had a split personality last week. That was the thing on the Freedom of the Lake. There was the Matt asking okay. them to do him a favor, and then okay. there was Zenith came over and what was it? They called them uh, Bucks of Youth. EBP. Like, it was Executive Face Pussies. Yeah, yeah that's right. Screamed at them and stuff. So like there was a split personality. Right. Okay. I didn't know there was a split personality. My bad. Yeah. Um, but it was like it was a good week. I think the three the delete episodes are like three minutes long or something. Yeah, it was. Well, it was a decent we won, and it explained some of the stuff from last week where it showed you the box car- on being the elite. It showed you the box remembering carrying a coffin. And then obviously that was the three to delete episode from this week where they were carrying the coffin with Senior Benjamin and some guy who brought the coffin, apparently. Okay. But <laughs> um, I just I don't want it to be Brody Lee. Like Brody Lee will do a good job of it, but I think he's better. Brody's not great on the mic, though. He is actually pretty good on the mic, like whenever he's not scripted. Um, but I just feel like he'd be better coming in and just being like a sort of upper mid card brawler. Just yeah, I agree. People rather than getting or being a or, 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 we'll see or being a muscle or a bodyguard or something. Yeah, not perfect, but but as an actual leader, that's a bit. I'm not sure. I, I kind of agree with you there. Mm. Um, the main event of the night was Hangman Page and a mystery partner, which turned out to be Dustin Rhodes. He came out and did a promo before um, saying, I've had enough of the inner circle um, and just pretty much said, I'm your partner, whether you like it or not, effectively. Uh, so it was uh, Hangman and Dustin versus Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. Um which it's actually a good match. I wasn't yeah. expecting it when Dustin was the partner. I was kind of expecting it to be me, but it was a good match. It built on the story. Obviously, it's building the had a leap thing. The commentary added something to this for me, which completely threw me off guard because I've sort of taken the sort of ignore most commentary other than like Excalibur added moves and stuff and maybe a bit of history. One of them, I think it might have been JR, which really shocked me. Turned around and goes, um, Hangman wanted to do this on his own this week because he saw all the plotted Darby was getting after last week and he wanted to do it. And I was like, well, that's actually a, a nice wee add to the potential storyline that I probably wouldn't have picked up on myself. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was good. The, the, I can't remember too much of what's going on, but the... Dustin Rhodes' destroyer it doesn't look good, does it? When you consider he's in his 50s and hitting it, it looks all right. Like, yeah, but I think for him, <laughs> it looks good, but it's it's it, it's very slow to get started. You don't know what's going on, then you go, oh, he's just hit a destroyer. What? It's a but bit like... It's all to do with the guy taking the move, though. It's not really... Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? But the yeah, way that they set it up this week's one, it seemed to start very slow, and then all of a sudden they, they flipped over, and I was like, oh, oh okay, that, that was that was a destroyer. Um, the the match was won by Page, um, doing uh, a bookshot bookshot lariat um, to Guevara, I think. I think so, yeah. Um, so just to completely distract, could you all check the wrestling section of the Bad Bookers podcast? Chris has posted a real funny. I did see the iCarly. Yeah. Yep. What? You found that. <laughs> check, check the OG Discord. Um, after the match, the inner circle hit the ring again, instigated a brawl. We had Cody and Matt Jackson come out. They got back from the hospital in time. Uh, how convenient uh, to... Fuck. <laughs> What? Sorry, oh, you're no. laughing at the thing. Okay, I thought we were laughing at how convenient it was that Cody and Matt got back from the hospital. We're like, yeah, how right, fucking dare funny. they? Was absolute cunt. How dare they? Um, and they uh, they they brawled for a bit, but again, it was um, it looked like as if the inner circle were going to be coming out on top, um, and they did, didn't they? Really. I think the inner circle will win this match next week, which is to get the advantage. So it makes more sense. For the heel team to have the advantage, so I completely agree. The baby faces to be put on the back foot, which is what I reckon will happen next week. Yeah. So is that a three on three match? Yeah, it's a three on three when it takes advantage. So the rules of the blood and guts. Um, Jericho PMP against Kenny and the box, isn't it? I don't know because Kenny's broken his hand, hasn't he? Maybe it'll be hard the box or whatever, but yeah. whatever. It's got to be three on. The Rules of the Blood and Guts was also announced bef- before this. So, um, from my understanding, it's very much a War Games match where you've got two wrestlers in the ring at the start. Uh, I think it's every five minutes. Um, yeah. Another so wrestler comes out. Whoever doesn't gets need to be a Can't they just fight? Can't they just all go in at it's... once and just fight? No, because that's not how War Games has ever worked. It's, I know it it's, isn't, but... This is exactly his dad's rules... With the exception of it's not, they're not deciding who who goes first with a coin toss. So, it's literally the the rules his dad made. Well, that makes sense. He's gonna yeah go yeah, yeah. I like that it's what is it submission or submission or surrender. Yeah, submission. So or this surrender. could be this this has <laughs> quite an interesting element to it because it could be that the inner circle punish the hell out of the elite and then the elite were like we we, we have to surrender because otherwise we're gonna be. Dead, but then there's going to be flashbacks to Cody whenever he lost his match with Jericho, and there was the tall thrown in, so he surrendered mm. once, he's not going to do it again. And it's the reason why Cody won his match with a figure four was to show that they have some submissions other than like the young yeah. fucking Does, does Kenny have a submission? Excuse me, excuse me, please. May I tell you how this match will end? Go on, then, please do. What we're going to have is we're going to have Matt Jackson in a lion tamer because he's got a dodgy back, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, Kenny, not Kenny Omega, the other guy. Um, it's going to be there, and you're all going to go. Oh, he should be helping him, and he's going to flick Matt Jackson off and let um, let uh, him tap out and lose the match because he hates Matt Jackson more than he hates the inner circle. Or oh, Hangman Page throws in the towel while Matt Jackson's in the. Uh, nah, he's not going to. He's going to. He's literally going to flick him off. So it looks like he's going to turn and go with the inner circle who've been using the middle finger that Paige has been using to flick off Matt Jackson. They've been using it at the end of their shield powerbomb. 
and it's going to look like he goes that way, but they're not. That's just a swerve for him to not turn heel. That's... I'm in the inner circle now. <laughs> <laughs> for our listeners, George has just flipped us all off. <laughs> Excellent. Um, that was AEW. Um, so next week it's going to be uh, a little bit lo- more low key because of obviously everything that's going on. But obviously they're trying to plan ahead as if everything's going to be okay. Well, this week's supposed to be blood and guts. Or is that next week? That's next next week. week. Next week. But, week yeah. after next. So blood and guts is until like the twenty something. Twenty fifth, I think. Yeah. That'll be a week off. Wednesday. Yeah, the week after okay. Wednesday coming, yeah. Because they um, snip match this week, this three on three tag oh, match. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just to finish off, I mentioned it right at the start, SmackDown. I did watch it. Um, I wanted to see how it was. Um, and in the circumstances, it it worked in terms of Triple H was there, um, being on commentary and Watching Michael Cole actually be a human being for once was quite nice instead of being a robot. Um, the, the Probably because he had a bit less in. direction in his ear because the person well, I just wish the his ear was next to trying to get themselves over. What? I just wish the commentators stopped trying to get themselves over. <laughs> oh, but, fucking, that reminds me, Nigel had a pop at Morrow on her next hair about that. Did any of you see it? No. No. Nigel Morrow said something, Nigel turned around and goes, why don't you stick that on a t-shirt and try and get your uh, try and make some money from it? And I went, oh fuck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, Toast is like, oh, yes. I I like, Damn, that's my move. What's going on? Yeah. Um, that's just four like, hour hard on there, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's sad to call the doctors. <laughs> like the stuff with Triple H, he did he, at one point he did a Vince McMahon impression, which caught me off guard. He did it more than fun. once. He did it more than once, but he did stuff like um he painted, he, he used a Sharpie on Michael Cole's soul patch because he was getting grey. He was doing his makeup. He was, he was like, they came back from a break and Triple H is holding the camera. And he's like, uh, me and my broadcast colleague, colleague, what are you doing? Why? Yeah, <laughs> We're it's... shorthanded. They made joke about Triple H's demotion as well, which I thought was a bit risky. But I suppose when you're the son-in-law of Vince McMahon, you can do what you want. Um Pretty much saying, you're a busy man, aren't you? Even with a devotion. Yeah, pretty funny. Um, but yeah, Triple H was, I think, the the entertainment... He provided times, a comic relief. In times for... where, yeah, yeah, it's comic relief in times that are pretty difficult for, for many people. Um, uh, so the, the, match, the matches and the wrestling wasn't the greatest. Obviously, promo packages weren't going to work, so there was a lot of interview segments. I didn't like the Miz and Morrison stuff. It was a bit... It was I funny. did like the Cena stuff, though. Um, Cena, yeah. Cena stuff, I did enjoy. So, I thought it was quite good. The only thing I've seen from SmackDown on Cena's promo, and I'm sure this is going to piss somebody off, whether it's Toast or whether it's Smoothman or whether it's Chris, or, but it's made me realise that there aren't any good promos out there at the moment. John Cena's pro- promo with a minute and a half, two minutes, whatever he said, said more than any of the eight, nine-minute promos that we get these days ever would. It, yes, I he buried, the, buried the, like Bray Wyatt a little bit. He, he basically said he's the worst thing to ever happen to wrestling. But in terms of getting himself over, which is the point of a promo, he did it quickly, concisely, and he sounded like just it was it was 
a per, not a perfect promo, but it was such a good promo. And thinking about it, you've got Cena who can do that. You've got The Rock. You've got Stone Cold. And I can't think of anybody else that cuts a promo in that way that could get themselves over as quickly and as well. I other don't. Than this- those- Sorry, I sorry to interrupt. So I don't necessarily think it was Cena, Cena getting himself over. It was more selling the match because, because yeah. to me, the the the, the whole it, the build up for that match so far. I mean, okay, we've had a little bit of it, but there's no real sort of reason why Cena is doing it. And then Cena cuts a two and two and a half three minute promo, and it gives it gives a very valid and clear, concise reason why he's doing it, and buries the fuck out of him in the process. And that's. That's his job, and I thought it was very good. Honestly, it's one of the one of the best ones I've heard from Cena for a while. But to be honest, we've missed Cena. It's a weird thing to say, but we've missed Cena. I think we have. Yeah, he's like I say, he's one of the few guys who can talk in those short but aggressive promos and do it well. Yeah, mm. but you can Bloody understand Hollywood. that. You can understand that within the circumstances of an empty arena. The, the promos are going to have to be quite concise yeah. because there's nothing going on. Yeah, like the Roman Reigns one was just an interview with Michael Cole, which worked. And it seemed more like a shoot interview, which was really weird. It, it seemed very... that The show was almost a piss take of its normal self. Yeah. And that like, was still good. Like before the Miz and Morrison did their thing, which <clears> some <throat> of it was quite funny, they showed the whole of the Elimination Chamber match. Yes. Yeah. Obviously... Which, we- Understandably, they had to because they had a limited roster who was at the performance center. Obviously, people might not have been able to fly there for whatever reason, or um, they just said, Right, we need these people here because these people have been at the performance center before. It was mainly people who'd been there before, apart from Cena, um, and probably Michael Cole. But Michael Cole's probably been there anyway, but you know what I mean. Um, the, the Miz and Morrison stuff was. Just then, what they watched it, and then they came out and they said, "Right, anybody speak up now if you think that the Marine four, five, six, and seven was the best films ever." And because there's no one in the crowd, like, yeah, just making them heels again, which is quite funny. Yeah, I only saw one thing from SmackDown this week, and that was um, someone come back from commercial break, and people just sort of dancing around in the ring, just having a a bit of a wait. Yeah, it was Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, I think. They they were literally they during the ad breaks they literally just stopped. They didn't do yeah. anything. Which is which is understandable as well. What's the point in wrestling to an empty arena? You tell that when you can stop Daniel Bryan then because they wrestled through the full match. They did, yeah, and so did uh, yeah. I, I think they did it because just like who cares really? Save them. Like, don't well, well, it means that they're going to have to sort of jump out of what they're doing and go straight back into it. They can just just keep it naturally smooth and running, I guess. Yeah. Um, the Jeff Harding, King Corbin stuff was a bit trash, but again, we can't, in the circumstances, you can't really complain. Um, it'd be interesting to see Raw with Stone Cold coming out. <laughs> to no yes. one. Three, no. 316 day, they've advertised all this amazing stuff for an empty arena. It kind of, it kind of. Do you remember when Raw did that big like twenty five years thing, and they were like, "Look how amazing it is! We've got two arenas," and then it was a bit lackluster. I imagine it'd be like that. We just sort of like, "Yeah, these guys I like." Okay, they just sort of rehash their their classics. All right, okay, that's fine. And it's like, "Oh look, this guy like okay, yeah, he's doing his classic as well." It's like, okay, yeah, I see what this do is. You, do you know what sounds really weird? 
and this might come across across as the most pointless thing ever. But why don't why didn't they just get like some old footage of wrestling from yesteryear and just get people to do a watch along? Because nobody would watch that. I would. It'd be quite funny. Maybe not. Maybe I'd just skip. I, I, we roar every week. The most know, just, interesting I, thing I, from this SmackDown is going to be what the fucking rating is next week when we find out on Monday. I know that, like, I know, obviously, it's all about ratings, right? And it's all about the fat stacks and all that. Yeah. But all of it, I really don't like the way that just like, hey, look, this guy's on Raw. Because you're like, oh, that would have been a great surprise just hearing his music out of nowhere. But now it's like... Okay, but, yeah, yeah, but, but then, that's how they're going to get ratings if they yeah, say. Yeah, I know. So, like, I understand that, but it kind of, it kind of like you kind of ruin those exciting kills, moments. kills the magic. Yeah, it yeah. absolutely does. Yeah, that's something I've noticed. That's a George Russell factor, right, then. That is a George Russell fact. <laughs> if he turned up on Raw, now that would definitely surprise me. Shirtless. If they Instagrams. tweeted about it, I'd be like, "Well, what's this bull crap?" I know George Russell's going. He's going to fight Robert Kubica for that one point. <laughs> Shirtless, yeah, of course. Put, put yeah, on a WWE 2K18 game. Facts. Um, I think that's yes. pretty much it. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for for everything this week. And it, it feels weird having to criticise wrestling when the world is kind of in a weird place. So the podcast cancelled think, next week. You heard it here first. I think I think no, you have to like. You just I think kind of. Is it weird that I think the, the weirdest thing will be is if all the wrestling shows are better when they're more relaxed and less uh, like uptight about everything being perfect? Like, I think that's that's the thing. When I went into watching SmackDown, I'd heard that it was an empty arena and I heard Triple H was doing funny things. And I think because it was relaxed, and I knew there was no audience. I kind of went in with without any prejudgment of, oh, this would be awful. But no, no, I, I, I went with a judgment of... curious to see what's going to happen. Because it was like, I wonder how they're going to pull this off with no fans. How they're going to be able to build, how they're going to be able to keep it going. And, and a more lighthearted, almost tongue-in-cheek episode did a really good job. I think mm. of, it's, it's like when they failed to get the guys back from Saudi. They, they should take it? the piss and have every match an empty arena match. From again, now on, forever. Yeah, because that's a stipulation, isn't it? Like, you can have an... Like, I hate you so much, I'm going to make sure that the fans can't watch what I'm going to do to you for some reason. Even though they there was an empty arena money. match on Heat, was it Rock and Mankind? Rock, Rock and Mankind, Mankind yeah. yeah, where he trapped him underneath a forklift truck for the pin. Scenes. So, they should but... just jokingly have everyone be an empty arena match just for the... Just I, I, embrace it. I'm really looking forward to next week and seeing the difference between... AEWs and their and their take on it and WWE and their take on it because yeah. I think what we're going to see is AEW are just going to try and ramp everything up because obviously they're allowing family members and the media into the place at the moment as long as they're still allowed to. Yeah. I assume they'll have to keep it under a certain number of people. But what I imagine they'll do is they'll pick a smaller room within the Jacksonville Jaguars stadium and create something that looks similar to what the WWE Performance Center looked like this week. I think week. it'll be their training ground rather than the stadium. The... Yeah, wherever it is, I assume they'll have a small amount of seats around the side yeah. and it'll be very interesting to see how well AEW works with that small crowd compared to how NXT worked this week with a small crowd and next week it's going to have no crowd at all. It'll be interesting to see if they have the same audio issues that NXT had because the start of NXT's audio was fucking terrible. 
Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. So we'll, we will we will podcast next week. It just be have a different feel to it. Um, but oh, fuck. Well, with no audience. Yeah, yeah, we can have like a really, we can have like a uh, a fourth wall breaking podcast where we acknowledge that this is very much a podcast. Oh. What if we broadcast the podcast right on Twitch, but we turn it to sub only, and because we can't get subs, no one can see it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. Remain indoors. Um, indeed. Sorry, but once again, thank you very much to everybody who's joined us over on the Twitch channel for today. Today's podcast. I was promised a quiz. <laughs> Too late. It's not happened. Right. Jack wasn't here. Oh, what anyway. the fuck's this bullshit? I was promised I the you quiz. Were you were supposed to do the quiz. What do you like, mean, like, like come with the questions? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's what a quiz is. Here we go. <laughs> no. Here we go. No. No. Quick God. fire. Right. Here no. we go. Here we go. Yeah. Who won the 2009 No Way Out pay per view main event? Me. In John Cena. Randy Orton. Wrong. Wrong. Sheamus. Wrong. Batista. Yes. Boom. Ed wins. Oh, sorry, I like to call him Ed now because, you know, we need to immediately because Smoothman cannot be winning. I lost the predictions. I need to win something. All right, come uh, on. Um, two. Here we go. Uh, I've got a list of pay-per-views from 2009 here. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I wasn't watching. <laughs> How long is this going to take? I want to go to bed. Um, no, no, let's, let's do it. Here we go. Five um, questions. Total. Oh, what is this? This doesn't make sense. It's not even English. Ask uh, <laughs> him whatever language it's in. Short. It's fine. Is it in Klingon? Is it yeah, English? I think so. <laughs> Why is Klingon the first language you jump to? Because he's a I was thinking of whatever Chris Statlander speaks in a alien language, but then just he went to Star Trek. Um. Oh, here's the one you're not going to get. In December, WWE held tribute to the troops. Oh, Who yeah. defeated Chris Jericho in a singles match? The for Big the WWE Show. WWE Championship. The, oh, not the Big Show. Cena. Correct. That... Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. Zack Ryder. Um, here we go. Um, Ashley Mazzaro. Who won 2009's Money in the Bank? Edge. No. Seamus. No. Shelton Benjamin. No. Mr. Kennedy. No, Kennedy. Yes, boom. Who is it? CM Punk. Yeah, Chipmunk Punk, whatever his name is. Who? Chick Magnet Punk. Chicago made Punk. Uh, Chick Magnet. It's Chicago. Can we just have a whole podcast where Uh, we try and speculate what the CM stands for? So you know, you know, you know, they had that legal like dispute, and they they took it to court last year. Um, He. Had China to man. tell them what CM stood acceptable. for, and it was written down in the legal documentation as Chick Magnet Punk. Well, that's well, well, way to way to ruin the fun there, Matt. Thanks. <laughs> I've ruined my idea for next week's podcast. We've got enough to talk about, haven't we? <laughs> There's four wrestling shows. Yeah, but who watches wrestling? Apparently, us. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, I watch a little bit, but like only because I felt I only watched AEW because I was like, well, I've toast once from the podcast as a favour. I'm a nice guy, you know. Like, all right, George, we need John next week, so you need to watch all four. Um, toaster, <laughs> toaster, mate. I just like to know what's your what's your monthly salary, mate? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's about to go way down. <laughs> <laughs> we done with a quiz, George. How do you interview? Um,
I'll just come up with some questions. Um, <laughs> who is... I've got work in. I've got work in the morning. You know, like uh, <laughs> I just got to go teach some children. It's possible. Oh, the, yeah, but close the schools and all that. It'll it's be not going to happen. No, but you can make it happen by just not turning up to work. <laughs> no, I'll just get <laughs> okay. into trouble and get fired. Yeah, but I've seen wrestling. If you get fired, you come back six months later and you get a big push. So. <laughs> And oh, these days, go. it's like You're next gonna... week. They don't even bother with the same thing. Yeah, yeah, job and get a big pop. Um, what kind of questions would you like? Like general knowledge or none? Let's go. Rest... Let's go to bed. Wrestling general knowledge. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, everybody. Ask me questions about Chris. Who Benoit. was the man who called Jeff Hardy Jeff Harvey? <laughs> Chris Benoit <laughs> was framed. Yeah. Was Jeff Chris Hardy. Benoit framed? Why? Four marks. <laughs> discuss. <laughs> um, Chris Benoit, discuss. If you want the answer to that question, DM me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, everybody, for joining us either in the Twitch channel. We... Hang on. If you don't um, join us on our live one and you would like to, uh, make sure you check out twitch.tv forward slash badbookers every Sunday night, 8 p.m. UK time. Um, make sure you check out our Patreon as well if you would like to donate us some money and help us improve this wonderful nonsense that we deliver to you every Sunday uh, go and check it out, obviously we don't expect it but anything that is given to us is greatly give us your money greatly appreciated or else Matt more importantly than that, go and check out Adam Rose in 2020, the man's fucking jacked <laughs> he is the official big swole he's massive yeah. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. He looks like he was stung by a horde of killer bees and he's allergic. Brilliant. He happily at the bunny George, another one he was feuding with. Yeah. He ate Braun Strowman by the fucking looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at BadBookersWP. If you would like to watch some independent wrestling, make sure you check out PowerSlam TV. Use your code BadBookers for one free month. Do they have any AEW smooth? Because you were saying they were independent earlier. Prefer not they to don't. Speak. Well, they don't. Okay. Um, thank you very much for listening, and thank you, George, for joining us as always. Much appreciated. As always, I'm never here. Uh, I only did one podcast. And hi everyone. It died. Hi everyone. I'm pretty sure you hi. had a podcast before that, weren't you? No, Why did you keep me? zooming on the Carly's face? <laughs> Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.